to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's an Easter edition, an Easter Sunday edition of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the Candyman, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. It's your boy, the only one, the one and only, Rev Barber MC. And the true worth of a man is not measured by what he does for himself, but what he does for someone else. Earl Simmons. It's the one and only QG. And uh, before we get into this episode, just want to say prayers up for DMX. Uh, that man is in the hospital battling right now. Absolutely. We want to we wanna see that man uh, come home, be, be healthy, yeah. and uh, hope he recovers. So uh, DMX, we hope you get well soon, brother. He's a fighter. He's going to keep going on and going on. He's going to make it, man. Shout out to the dog. Definitely. Last I heard... Um... He was breathing on his own. They had taken him off uh, life support and he was doing it. And, you know, his body seems to be doing what it's supposed to do. So, you know, again, prayers up for DMX. That man's a legend. Amen. Absolutely. And uh, I know y'all just heard a, a voice that's not on here every week. We got a guest in the building. Mrs. <laughs> Rev. Barber MC. Oh, what up, doe? Good Yay. people. It's your girl. Once again, thank you so much for having me back. Just the Midwest Impress, always repping the 313, bringing it to the NYC. How y'all doing? Oh, we we, we good. We're not going to be friends in a minute, but I'm glad look, that you're here look, right now. You know what? You know what? That's all right. That's all right. Listen, but, all, but, all, but you all, will be learned today. We're going to edumacate you, okay? I just I just hope that you don't throw Eric out of the house after tonight. So I'm already out, you know, out the house. He already out the house. Our car is new. Uh, Well, it's not new year-wise, but it's new. It got heat. He got lights down there. He can play his music. He'll be good. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to get right into it. So the, the topic 
this topic actually spawned from comments that I made last week. Uh, for those of y'all who missed last week, or for those of y'all who heard it and uh, heard what I said, I'll recap it. I said that this man Biggie Smalls is overrated, and I mm. said that, and I said that uh, Tupac will smoke that man every day of the week, twice. On I the like the way you say that so convincingly. What do you mean? Because it's the truth. It's, it's the no, truth. No, it's not. It, it, you it, know, it is the truth. Know, no, it's not. Know. No, it's not. No, it's like, not. Like, tup- like Tupac once said, never send a bad boy to play a grown man's game. Like, yo, come mm. on. Like, like come yeah, on. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, Big says shoot your daughter in the calf muscle. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, 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 listen. Frank White, Biggie, Notorious, B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Would that like man, I, 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 I don't want to hear. The same Paris Crooks? Listen, like listen. Tupac, the same... The same Paris Crooks, Machiavelli. Listen, what I will a, tell you. I, mean, I will. T- I mean, whatever name you want me to I call will, that. I man. will tell you Where's right he now. From? Is he from New York, Baltimore, Maryland, Oakland? He's from, he from Harlem. Well, he was born in Harlem. Listen, right. listen. At least I'm we t- know Biggie's from one borough. Listen, at least we know Biggie's listen, from Brooklyn, and you're I'm from the, Brooklyn too, so you should know better than that. Listen, I'm going to tell you. Matter of fact. I will follow in the footsteps of a great British filmmaker before me. I will walk in that barbershop. I will walk He's in that supermarket. And He's I will tell great. these people that Tupac will smoke Biggie every day of the week, twice on Sunday. That's why. And they'll shoot you. It does. <laughs> what I was about to say, I'm like, and you will get well, smoked yourself, brother. Well, yeah, well I'm dying with him because I, <laughs> I believe that too. And I got some gems for y'all. Yeah. Christopher never sold drugs, Please. right? Yeah. All right. Please you're gonna know. believe the person. You're gonna believe the person that still works at the supermarket, or, or are you gonna believe his mother? That man was his boss. No, he was not his boss. And Biggie and is a liar because he ain't grew up in. He ain't gr- I heard he he said he grew up in a one room shack. It wasn't a one room shack. He was a brownstone. And he still Look. works at the supermarket. <laughs> you're gonna believe his mother, the person that born him and raised him, or the person that still works at the supermarket? That person that worked at the supermarket hired him, all right? No, that got nothing to do with it. So, so I guess his moms didn't find the drugs in his house, right? Uh, according to legend, AK, it was, AK it was according, according to the legend, are according you calling Biggie's legend, mom a legend? It's a proven fact. <laughs> now, big, now Biggie's fact. mom could be a legend. She's one of the le- legendary hip hop moms. I mean, she's no Afeni Shakur, but she's one of the a legendary hip hop moms we got out here. But uh, I don't know what you mean. She's no Afeni Shakur. Like, 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 like exactly they battling. This what you mean? To do with Afeni what Shakur you? Hey, 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 Wallace. In the talking Listen. about uh, the fact that Afeni was a she was a Black Panther. She was an activist. She she rolled with activists. She and like you know injected her uh, all of that. Like Tupac being a root of all of that or whatever. Not not just her, but like you know his step daddy. He she was close with uh, what, what, Sasha, what, you know, and all that stuff like that. So I. But you see, but you see, Miss Barbara MC. This guy, Candyman, is a hypocrite because he's the same one who blasted the Phoenix Shakur for having Eminem be a part of the Tupac album. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, That's everybody true, make questionable that. everybody make questionable decisions in life, all right? You a damn hypocrite, man. But but but, but when Biggie died, Valletta Wallace, she just she just she just sat down and didn't do nothing except no, she didn't. No, she didn't. That's a lie. That's a guy rest her soul. She went up to Big Sugar and, and was like, "Yo, give me my son music." And, Stop I wouldn't go. Listen, Stop I wouldn't go. I wouldn't sugar. go up to Big Sugar and man. <laughs> Valletta Wallace, Valletta, Wallace has created foundations. She's created things in her son's name that have that has given back to children as far as school programs and clothing and food and housing. So you, so, so, what are you talking about? Yeah. So don't say she sat down and did nothing. That's 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 hurtful, even. Wow. Man, Al, you got us behind the ball already, man. You testing this man's credibility, man. I'm, I'm trying to stick to the lyrics now. 
<laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm I'm trying to make a case for why what? for why but, why you know, Mr. Shakur is, is is the is the dominant one, man. But but, but we're talking about lyrics though. Yeah. In, in regards exactly. To how, but we're not so, talking about so, the better person. Right. Exactly. So, so, better so, so, so let's get underway. Let's get underway with it. All right. Let's get with it. Let's get to the first topic of debate. Whose crew is better, Junior Mafia or Outlaws? Outlaws is definitely better. Oh, thank you. Ding 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 ding. There's a reason for that. And, yes, what is that, and what is that? And what is that? Re- what is that reason? I'll I'll, I'll I'll let Miss Barbara MC go first. <laughs> I mean, I say outlaws even off the off the strength of the fact that they smoke Tupac's ashes. I mean, like you can't exactly smoke ashes, but it was a noble attempt to do what Tupac little likely wanted them to do. But I digress. Either way, um, just between the two of them, um. I'm just I'm not um I'm not gonna act like I I've listened to all the like you know the outlaws whole catalog or Junior Mafia's whole catalog, but in regards to like their actions I guess because um after Biggie died it seemed like uh Junior Mafia kind of imploded, and while the outlaws like they kind of went they all they separate ways you know after Tupac died or whatever based on like you know just various reasons or whatnot it. You know, it didn't seem. I mean, it, there might have been some some tension uh, uh, in regards to why that. Because I know, um, I forget who was the first one who left because they were mad that um, that the that the outlaw signed with Death Row, even though Tupac didn't want that or whatever, because he was um, creating his own label before he died, um, Machiavelli. So uh, you're, you're, there was you're that. talking about uh, who's saying fatal. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Hussein Fatal did. Yes, Hussein yes, Fatal. Yes, Hussein yeah. Fatal. And he went solo um, and dropped his own drink. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody had their reasons. They all trickled off, and that and that kind of happens when the glue that that brought y'all together or that was holding y'all together is gone or whatever. Everything kind of has a tendency to fall apart like that. But um, but you know, Junior Mafia. <laughs> Niggas was suing each other and testifying against each other, and uh, they just comp- they were just a shit show after Biggie died. So, I you know, just based off the you know, you know, off of that alone, I think, like, as far as you know, it just seemed like they they just they just really they was real fucked up after that. No love between none of them. Um, to further add to that. I would have to say the Outlaws based off catalog because they have more albums than Junior Mafia, and Junior Mafia weren't even designed to be rappers. They these right. these were these were people that Biggie grew up with, and Biggie made them a promise. He said, "When I get on, you guys are gonna get on." So when you look at it, you got Lil Kim, Lil C's, Trife, Larceny, Nino, Chico, Klepto, Capone, and Bugsy. <laughs> now, obviously, after Big died. You know, Kim took the forefront and Big went on record in an interview with Joe Claire on Rap City when he was asked about Junior Mafia. What's up with them? Because they only came out with that one album. And he said, yo, I could only work with people who want to work. Lil Kim is hungry. She want to work her album coming out. And it did. Lil C's was working on his album. But, you know, he was always around Big anyway. So. He was there. He was working. Everybody else was just kind of waiting for direction. You know, the outlaws, all of them are rappers. And there's members of the outlaws that were solo artists. They came in and they joined the group. You know, you got Yaki Gaddafi, who is um, 
Rest in peace to him. He was Tupac's um, god brother. Hussein Fatal, God bless the dead. Mussolini, God bless the dead. You know, you got Idi Amin still around. Castro, Napoleon. Storm was a member of the group. Young Noble was a member of the group. Kamani was a member of, of the group. And they followed Pac's direction. He was their general. And much like Junior Mafia, when Pac died, it's like everything kind of just crumbled. Even though the outlaws were still doing music after that, it wasn't received as much because their leader, their general, their captain was no longer with them. Nobody motivated them like Pac could. So even though, you know, they're still around, even though they still do music and they still do appearances, you know, you got to go with the outlaws. They have more of a catalog, the junior mafia. They still, you know, till this day, keep Pac's name and legacy alive, even though they had their problems internally. They were able to get past it somewhat just to hold it down, you know, for the bigger cause of Tupac Shakur, who was who who was who he was he was he was their big brother. You know, he was their leader. He was their captain. And and it, it, it was it was hurtful to see what Junior Mafia was going through when Lil' Kim and Lil' C started beefing. And then, you know, D-Rock got involved in it. And there was just a whole bunch of stuff like Bar like um Miss Barbara MC said with the lawsuits and everything that went down. So in this case, you got to go with the outlaws as far as whose crew is better. Yeah, um, I'm going I'm to have to run with the outlaws as well. But I feel like not as a collective, but just off name alone, Junior Mafia is more successful based on Little Kim. And we all know that she revolutionized female rap. And pretty much, you know, a whole bunch of female MCs have come after her and credit her and everything. But as far as um, crew, you know, I would definitely rather have the outlaws behind me. You know, them guys are spitters, man. When it came to ciphers, when it came to features, them guys always held their own. As far as Junior Mafia, you know, like, you know, Biggie didn't name drop them as much as, as Pac did. Well, you know, Pac has a more deeper catalog. But, you know, when it comes down to having some real, real Gs, real thugs and just, you know, a crew behind you. You know, the outlaws is them guys. And, you know, as QG said, you know, Big even called them out for, you know, not wanting to work. And, you know, Kim was just super motivated, man. And, you know, say what you want about whose pen it might have been or whatever it was, but the ambition was there for her, you know. And she was super noticeable in that crew, you know. She had it going on. She had swag, you know. She she was just hungry. And, you know, but you, you hear the name Little Kim, and you know that off top. You, you you hear, like, a Young Noble or even a Hussein Fatal, you know, you might have to double back, and, you know, of course, you, you think of Pac, you know, when you do recognize, but, you know, Kim is her own entity, so as far as um success, you know, just based off that alone, and, you know, they their roster was pretty deep, but Kim pretty much was the only one, and then, you know, uh, Lil C's had that uh, wonderful world of Cesar Leo, and that didn't really work out. It actually got voted one of the worst album covers of all time. That album website. cover was. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know what was going uh -huh. on. He was supposed to he was supposed to drop that album um years before it came out, and um he had um some a uh, couple of singles on the radio, like some underground joints, and it was sounding all right. But he he yeah. changed his direction after that, and I don't know what happened, man. But I, I guess like um they were more hurt by Big not being there in that leadership, you know. Whereas um the outlaws, you know, those guys were just natural born spitters, so. You know, they was ready to hold it down on their own, you know, doing solo joints or features here and there. But once Big gone, you know, Big was gone. We didn't hear 
much of, of any of Junior Mafia. And, you know, they had a couple guys in their crew, you know, but like I said, I, I think just Big being gone just hurt that crew so much. But, yeah, the Outlaws overall, but you can't take away the credibility of, of, of Lil' Kim. And you know, to add to that, um, um, just to jump in, what a lot of people need to remember, need to recognize is that the outlaws come from Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so when uh, it, so when it comes to spitting it, 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 yeah, it had nothing to do with California, even though they followed Pac wherever he went, you know what I mean? But they come from Jersey and they rep Jersey hard. So even though the beef and the situation was going on, they, you could hear it in they rap. So, you know, they had that East Coast style with raw lyricism and spitting and everything like that. So all those guys come from that type of background, like you said, with ciphers. So I'm sure they've been in plenty of ciphers out here. And for some reason, I found myself uh, counting the amount of members. And actually, uh, Junior Mafia and Outlaws had the same amount of members. They both had 10 members, mm. even though uh, Outlaws lost four and yeah, Junior did. Mafia only lost one. That... That was actually kind of sad to read. I um I kind of read just to like read through the bios of um of all the members and um I know that uh Tupac's godbrother died yeah, when he was very yeah. young. Yeah, Yaki, Yaki yes. Yeah, he was I, murdered. I, I had I was like I'm like um I thought I was gonna have a hard time pronouncing. That. I didn't want to um yeah, mispronounce yeah. his name or anything, but yeah, he um. He, died he was my favorite. He was my favorite member, other than than Hussein Fatal. I like yeah, I like Fatal. Yeah, Fatal and all of tight, them. Man. And speaking to um the revolutionary that uh Tupac was or whatever, and the you know the thinker that he was, he um all of them were named after like yeah. different like you know kind of leaders and um some would call them dictators uh and specifically the um the one yeah. that was named after Castro, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. So that, yeah, they he, um, yeah, he, he had a plan. He had a plan with that. You know, it was it was intentional for you know for them to be called that name. Even 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 Tupac's stepbrother, um Mo Prime. was a Mo Prim, he was a member of the Outlaws. He he had another name as well when he was in the group. Anybody remember what his name was in the Ho- Outlaws? Homani, but then you know he had to leave the group because yeah. he suffered humiliation. Yeah, right, right. He I bet you won't say that to his face. I bet you won't say that to his face. Mm. Hey, man, you saw the documentary. That documentary was trash. No, it was not. <laughs> which one? Trash. Biggie versus the... Tupac, which is on Netflix, everybody. They couldn't even get the, they couldn't even get the credits it. for the music. They couldn't even get the credits to use the music. They kept using the same songs over and over and over for the intro and the hey, outro. Hey, li- hey, li- hey, 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 like listen. That. Uh, that 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 they put they 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 rep, they rep for Biggie hard in that documentary. That Why? documentary was every, trash. Every every scene that transitioned into the next story, you heard notorious. And that's all you heard. <laughs> that's all you heard. That guy, you heard the gang star beat. That guy, that guy Broomfield, he go he he walks all over Brooklyn. He goes inside the barbershop talking about like you know the man. Oh yes, oh yes, Christopher. He came to this barbershop. <laughs> and then I'm like, come on, man. You don't even know who the hell you talking about. You probably don't even listen to hip hop. <laughs> listen, man, but as far Get as out of here, man. As far as my opinion on uh Junior Mafia mm-hmm. and Outlaw, like we you y'all was naming names earlier. Now I know who these people are, but the casual person, if you talk about Bugsy, Capone, Klepto, Chico, like everybody gonna be like, Who? 
Who? Snakes. Who? Well, Who? well, well, Who? well, 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 let's add to it. Uh, you know, with Big, he said it on record, and Chico said it on record. Chico was the guy who exposed Big to the game. And, and I'm talking about the crack game. He was the one. Even though the notorious movie said it was D-Rock, that's not true. It was Chico. Chico oh, was the don't, guy. Don't, don't go on discrediting the movie. No, 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 no. Listen, this is what this show is about. We come with facts. And you could go on record and you could hear Chico was the one that introduced Big to the game. And Chico kind of blames himself. He's like, I was a messed up dude. I was the one who introduced Big on selling crack. Now, D-Rock, yeah, he was around. That was his guy. That was his hand. And yes, D-Rock did go to jail for Big, but Chico was the one who introduced him. Now, Klepto, I like Klepto. Klepto, correct. If, if For those out there who ever heard the Conspiracy album of Junior Mafia, there's a song with Klepto and Big called Oh My Lord, and they both killed it. Yeah, I mean, Big I mean, big went crazy, obviously, because it's Big, but Klepto did his thing, too. Yeah, I like that album, Conspiracy. It was good. It was good. And, I thought and it was they had good. That, they had that lead single tonight. They, of course, uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah's yep. in the video. God bless Aaliyah, baby girl. She was singing on it. There's two versions of it. There's one with Faith. Yeah. There's one with Aaliyah. You know what I mean? And you mentioned Snakes. Snakes was in the crew. Like they were like, yo, they, yeah, they killed it, man. You know, they killed it. Yeah, they did their thing on yeah. that album. I feel, I feel like they were trying to rip off the Outlaws because you know that that acronym, man. That acronym to me is whack, man. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Masters at finding and yeah, intelligent I was looking at that. I'm like, what? Masters at finding intelligent attitudes. Hey, y'all man. all a bu- y- y'all all a bunch of street niggas. What intelligent attitudes y'all got? Right, and y'all ain't, y'all ain't rapping about shit having to do with no intelligent attitudes. Yeah, just I mean, be mafia though. You don't need an excuse. Right, you really I mean, don't. You really don't. Yeah. I mean, that was their thing. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of people was doing acronyms. They probably just did it just to be Yeah, cool. yeah, who yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. did Tupac right. come up with never ignorant getting goals accomplished first? He came up with yeah. that, and he came up with uh, operating under thug laws as warriors. And he came right. with thug life. Thug life is an acronym. The hate you, you give little infants fucks everyone. Tupac was just an acronym nigga. Like, I like, that's right. I like that guy. Yeah, like, now he was a thinker. So he, like, you know, he could come up with a whole sentence out of some words that was uh, already already there as opposed to you know having well, like somebody to make one make one up for him but that's but can know. I ask you guys a question about the outlaws why do you think Pac didn't want him to sign with Death Row because well I mean I know he was he was uh, he had founded the outlaws and was coming out with Machiavelli records and stuff like that but it was also I think he had um I don't know. Maybe he was just ready to branch out and do his own thing, or maybe he had beef with Suge. Suge was, Suge seemed like he was an asshole. Like he. You mean, whoa, 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 you mean Big Suge? You mean no. you mean <laughs> right, 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 hey, 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 right, 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 right. Big Suge, the guy that Candyman calls him. Big Suge. Hey, listen, we can't say these types of things on this show. You gonna get us killed? Of course you can. Yes, you can. Of course you can. I mean, he just. You know, him being, you know, this big dude always dressing in red, looking like the Kool-Aid man. He he was always trying to intimidate folks and, tu- and Tupac being the smaller guy. And I noticed that as well. Just like there's no other big nigga on uh, Death Row Records. It's just Suge, him and his big ass head coming out of that black background with this uh, cigar in his mouth. He he want to be the biggest nigga or whatever. But, so but that you he know can, what the funny and, part is? I'm. I'm glad you brought that up because 
Junior Mafia didn't sign with Bad Boy either. Right? Ah. That's true. And so it's, it's like, funny because uh, when yeah. Lil C's and Lil Kim dropped their albums, Puff had his hands in those albums, but they wasn't on Bad Boy. I think because, you know, with the business practices of Suge and Puff, I mean, I, I get what Pac was doing, you know what I mean? Because what, what a lot of people don't know, and you mentioned it earlier, Miss Barbara MC, that, you know, Pac wanted to do his own thing. Death Row got hit with an audit. Mm. And Pac and Pac Pac wanted to start it, he wanted to start it, you know, Euthanasia, which was a record label that he wanted to do. And I'm not gonna mention the name of the person he wanted to bring with him because this guy here, the candy man, insults him every single time, even though the man has passed away. Wait, insults who? But uh, I'm not I'm not mentioning. No, not no, I want to know the people. No, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that on the show. The people want to know. Basically, you insult so many people, apparently. You don't insult nobody. You saw MC Shan. You right. I do not. I keep that you man know. relevant. The big smile. So, <laughs> right. So, so, I mean, so basically what it is is that, you know, Death Row got hit with an audit, and that meant everybody from Death Row who worked with Pac was getting fired. So Pac, so one of them was like, yo, Pac, I'm getting fired. He's like, nah, man, you coming with me. So, mm. unfortunately, you know, Pac was murdered, and that didn't get a chance to happen. And as we know with Big, Everybody knows he was with Lance on Rivera to create his own thing. Big wanted to do his own label, so I'm sure he was going to have Junior Mafia rock with him, take what he learned from the uh, producing world, dealing with Puff. But unfortunately, he gets killed. And Big was a very good talent scout. He he heard Cameron rap, and he was going to sign Cam. You know, he he wanted Cam to be down. And Charlie Baltimore to be down. We know Big and Charlie had a had a great relationship. So Pac and Big wanted to get their executive producer rights and run their own thing. So who knows what could have happened if they still would have been living. Wait, now, 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 now my curiosity is killing me. Who is this person? I'm not doing it. You can't do that. To, come on, no, I, I the, can't. The people, I can't. man. I know it, it, it ain't about the people it's you because every all right. time I bring this person up, you just destroy this man every single time. So all now, right. I prom I, I promise you. If and you this is somebody and this is somebody that protected Pac, somebody that cared about him. You're supposed I, to be a Pac fan and this guy was loyal to him. So all right. Know, if you, if you, you if you tell me who this is, I promise I will just hear the name and keep it moving. Yeah, the more hints you drop, the more curious I'm getting, uh, Mr. QG. So it's it's funny. It's funny he ain't even get it yet. I gave him a whole bunch of hits. He ain't even get it. Yeah, because I like you know I'm knocking a couple names around in my head. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you talking? What who Mo Prem? No, not Mo Prem. I said this is somebody that protected Pac. So when I say protected, who do you think I'm talking about? Tretch? I don't know. Frank. <laughs> yeah, look at him laughing oh, already. No, I just no, mentioned no. the man's name; he's <laughs> laughing already. And this goes back to that stupid documentary. Oh, oh dear God! I'm the not, beef documentary. Because, I, because because I made a the Biggie and Tupac man, documentary. The oh, Biggie okay. and Tupac documentary. Yeah, because and, and, and I'm not going to describe it because he's just going to go on and on and on. But but that's all besides I'm, the point. All, all I'm gonna say you is get my point. Just watch that watch that documentary and see how that man walked out of his house. But anyway, God dear God. Oh, forgive me, but uh, move it on. So it's a oh man, that sounded like that was so hard for you. <laughs> it was very hard for. It's taking everything in my being to not elaborate. It's not okay. break your promise. Listen Keep to your him. promise. Listen out. to him. <laughs> oh shit! But um, all right. 
the next part of this debate, who's better lyrically? Now, there is an asterisk in the notes to emphasize that this isn't about being better overall. Yes. This is more about lyrics, but That's lyrics. That's for y'all, too. That's for y'all, too. Especially I'm speaking, the candy man. I'm, yeah, because I'm speaking from, like, I'm coming from a very uh, objective place here because I think, and I'm going to preface my uh, my statements with this just so y'all can understand how objective I'm being. I love Tupac, and I do think, for me, as an artist, like, because of what a thinker he was with, I feel like he was, you know, I feel like that he was a great mind. He was a thinker. He was very profound. Um, you know, he not only did he rap, but he comes from like, you know, kind of a performance background, having done dance, having like been a poet and everything like that. He the man is an artist. Um, that is um saying that he's a better artist is also debatable. I know people who think Biggie is the better artist or whatever, but I think that Tupac is a more well-rounded artist, but lyrically, lyrically, the Biggie being more lyrical than Tupac is is just, I feel like it's fact. It's almost as fact as the sky being blue or that octopi have eight legs. Anybody with mm. holes on the side of their head engineered for hearing would well, say that Biggie is more lyrical than Tupac. Mm. I just don't understand how anybody can how well, how well, anybody. Well, well, let me let me say this, man. Biggie is a moment. Tupac is a movement. But that, you know, but that ding ding ding. That's yeah. exactly where they. This is what they do. They go into the and I already said that. I already said that Tupac is. You know that he was profound. He was a thinker. He he is an artist for the ages. And I don't believe I won't even go as far as to say that Biggie was a moment. I think that that's unfair, and and it ties into to why I think like you know yeah one and a half albums. Okay, but you act like he 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 was like all right. I'm, uh, I made these two albums. I'm done. The man was murdered. He was his first so was album Pac. came out in 1993, and he was uh and he was uh murdered. In in March of 1997, nobody was, told that nobody told that man go to L.A. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't have. They, Biggie when and Pac I was, were pretty much. I was listening to going back to Kelly. I'm like, he's like, I'm going, going back, back to Kelly, Kelly, and I'm like, I wish you wouldn't have. Word. But it was in the game for almost the same amount of years. And why is it that Tupac has like almost endless amounts of music? Then let's you know, talk. Where, about where's, it. where's Biggie's drive? Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, but y'all, right. y'all are, y'all are you, going G. off course here. Again. Anyway, to, go ahead. To quote, to quote one of the greatest wrestlers, playtime is over. Everybody sit down. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's point this out real quick. When it comes to technique and when it comes to skill set, Tupac, when he started off with his rap flow, it was very, very different. He was, you know, this is this is when he's young. And Candyman ain't going to sit there in front and act like he was checking for Tupacalypse Now because he wasn't. Now. Hey, I've gone on record in the Tupacalypse Now is boring. I've said it. Stop. Right, right. Now, another thing. Pac brought emotional content into his raps. He was one of the... He, he brought that in there and he made you believe 
everything that he was saying. But how many times can you say Hennessy and enemies in your reps? It rhymes. Mm. Right, right. Okay, but it just rhymes. It just rhymes. He was talking about his real life. Even he on dr- record. He did have enemies. He, he had plenty record. of enemies, and he drank even Hennessy. Even on record, even on record, people have said it, even 50 Cent includingly. Tupac, Tupac was not known more for his lyrics. He was more known for his presence. Shock G said has, it too. Has Tupac ever switched up his flow and technique on any other records? Big has done that. He did that with Bone Thugs and Harmony because he respected mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony style, and it worked. Biggie was declared king at the time of the golden era of hip hop, and he made other rappers want to step their name up. Why wasn't Tupac declared king of anywhere at the he time was, of the Puffy, golden era? He was in jail, bro. No, 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 no. Even when that's a narrative out, Puffy created. Even when he was out, and, 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 and I'm and I'm not just talking about Puff. He made rappers want to step their game up. I'm including Nas. I'm including Jay-Z. I'm including everybody that was who, out who, there. Who introduced who introduced Big to the game, though? Who introduced you, Big you, to the you game? Forgot who, you forgot who was sleeping on Tupac couch? At the mm. same time, listen, you can mention oh, Tupac you, couch. You, no, 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 you, no, 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 no. Who was carrying Shock G's bags? Who was doing the Humpty <laughs> Dance on, who was doing the Humpty Dance on stage hey, in underwear? Was there it you big? Go. Everybody got to start somewhere. No, 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 no. So, so how come Big didn't do that? Big started off on a record. Big wasn't a roadie. Pac was a roadie. Pac, don't yeah, do that. And that's Pac where I was feel doing like ballet. Pac was doing ballet. Big wasn't doing ballet. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We, we, we really, we, we really going there? You went there. I didn't go there. We you respect there. the dancing king, okay? Listen, I said that. And let me, and let me continue. And let, and let me, and let me continue my point. Who told more stories? Who told more stories? Who told more stories? Who told more stories on the record? Biggie was, wasn't flowing like that until, until he heard Pac. Come on. You know, Come on, who, man. Who, who wanted Pac to be in Thug Life? Album, who bro. wanted to be in Thug Life? Pac was the leader of Thug Life. Biggie asked him to be in Thug Life. Come on. No, big, no, yeah. no, no, no. Pac tried to recruit Big in no, Thug Life. No, he did not. He didn't no, ask he, to be in Thug he Life. Asked, and, he asked and him let me Pac point something to you. Let me point something to you. Why did, why did Biggie's album sell so much out the gate? Pac's album didn't do it. Out the gate, Big had a solid debut. Big was two for two. Pac wasn't two for two when he came out. Big was two for two with his albums when he came out. And let me remind you, storytelling. How many stories did Pac tell? Brenda got a baby. No, 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 no. I'm talking. No, no, no. You could bring up Brenda's got a baby. What else you got? Uh, Papa's song. Go ahead. Tupacalypse Now basically was a whole story. That's around the corner. You mean you? You mean the album you didn't listen to? The boring album. I listened to it. Right, right, right. The boring album. Let me, let me, let me, let, let me prove my do point. Not, let me do prove not, my point. Hold on, hold on. Let me, you, let me. No, ain't, ain't no hold on. Ain't no hold on. Let you, but you want to talk point. about? But you asked the Biggie, question. Oh, I'm about to Biggie answer had, your question. No, no, you're not about to answer my question. Biggie had niggas bleed. Why did you ask the question? Biggie's had. I got a story to tell. Biggie's, Biggie's song. Give me the loot. How many people knew that Biggie was doing two different vocals? I mean, I did, but that's because I was listening. So. Right, right. A lot of people didn't know that. 
a lot of people didn't know Big was doing two different folks. Even even the song "Somebody's Got to Die." Big 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 created movies. Big made you see what he was talking about. Warning is a story, and a creative story. Me and my bitch is a story. I don't know, man. Pac had five albums before he died. Big had one and a half or two, man. With oh, a lot of features. I want to correct myself. I'm sorry, by the way. And it in my correction actually speaks more to my point. I didn't mean to say '93. Ready to Die was released in '94, so he had an even shorter, like you know, amount of time than because uh, Tupacalypse now came out in what uh, '91, '92. Right. So, so, so y'all wanna y'all wanna go this route, right? All right. So when Big, so, 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 what label Pac ever got dropped off? Because I think Biggie got dropped from Uptown, didn't he? No, he 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 wasn't yes, even he signed. What? He listen, wasn't even signed. Listen, when Puffy he got wasn't even from Uptown. Biggie's dreams crashed. Big, big, big didn't you even have an album out. You big didn't even have an album out. You saw the Pac movie. Pac went to jail. Pac went to jail. That's why he got dropped. He was getting in trouble over and over and over every single time. Now you time. know the damn well fees, he ain't raped. He, you know, you know I didn't say that. Well I didn't say that. I didn't say he raped anybody. But we can't, we, we can't count him getting dropped. He, no, he, you said Big got dropped. Pac got dropped. Yeah, Pac only got wasn't dropped even signed. He serve, serve a Biggie wasn't even signed to Uptown. Biggie wasn't in Uptown. Biggie was trying to get a deal with Uptown, but Puff got fired, created Bad Boy, had Big, and Big came out out the gate and sold five minutes. He won all them source awards for a reason. He was declared New York's king for a reason at the time of height of competition. Pac wasn't labeled no king of California. Big he was had... on the magazine cover. No, man. but there Listen. was no, but there was, but but you see, that's the difference. Nobody in California was trying to be the king of California, right? And was, yo, what I'm trying it to was, say, it is... was a united front against mm-hmm. the East. It was, Puff, yeah, you but know, oh, what really trying united to be front? the king of New York united either? That was front. something that somebody that other people, but that was a title that other people bestowed there upon. Was no him, right? United he, front. Doctor Dre created that narrative. Doctor Dre was beefing with Easy E. MC8 and Quick was beefing. What you mean united front? There was no united front in the West Coast. When it came to serving these East Coast niggas, no, nah, not even West Coast beefing. West Coast BG knockout on was beefing with the dog pound, and they all come from California. Yeah. So what are you telling me? Nah, man, y'all not listening. Puff created that narrative for that King of New York shit, man. Ain't nobody. It, it was no. It was fault, no crowd. Though. It's not, not Biggie's fault. He's fought for holding it down, and Biggie held it down. And, and, and let me point it out to you: every time Big got dissed on the East Coast, when these guys came at him with kicking the door, let me remind you, Big. He said, yo, if I'm the king, cool. And if y'all want to take shots, I'm going to get back at you. Let's let's point it out. Yeah, Rick he fired back at the East Coast, but when Pac was talking all that, he had nothing because, to say. Because, you know why? To quote, you know to quote, why? To quote no, the great no, Tupac no. Shakur, he wrong, was quiet wrong. like a church mouse. Wrong. No, he wasn't. No, yes, he, he was. He shot back when he he shot back these subliminal dissipations. He Biggie shot back when Tupac was Biggie already dead. Class. Already no, Pac, dead. No, wrong, Except wrong. for Tupac. Pac was Pac, rah, rah. Pac was rah-rah running around. You want to talk about hit him up. The most people talk about hit him up is the end part, when Pac was going with them threats. That's what they talk about. They don't talk about the song itself. They talk about the stuff he was saying at the end. That song was dope. The song is dope, but what do people bring up the most? They bring up what Pac was like. Of course that he did big because he said his name. Big never said no names. No, I'm talking about about at the end, the stuff that Pac was saying about Prodigy with the single cell, my phone, make sure y'all kids don't grow. That's the part that they bring up the most. But let me put it out to you. When when Raekwon said, got beef with white, throw bleach in his eyesight. F that. Why try? Throw bleach in your eye. Now you're brilling it. Snatch that light stuff from stealing it. And, and then you got Nas. When Nas was like, 
I take the so-called crown off the New York King and hold it down. Ain't no other kings in this rap thing. They siblings, nothing but my children. One shot, they disappearing. It's ill when MCs mm -hmm. used to be on cruddy shit. Ill, meaning illmatic. And Big was the type of MC to take, he's the type of MC to make MCs go home. When Nas was in the studio with Big, he was supposed to be on the Gimme the Loot remix. Nas couldn't write nothing. He's like, yo, Big, I ain't got nothing. What you got? Big leaned over, rap for him. Nas went home. He couldn't even get on the record. Same thing with Brooklyn's Finest and I Love the Dough. Jay-Z and Biggie was walking around, walking around, walking around, trying to come out with the best raps. They was in competition with one another. Biggie made you want to step his game up. And at the same time, when you look at technique with punchlines and metaphors, look at the freestyles Biggie and Pac been in. Biggie that, had the better just, freestyle I, every single what? time. What? Nobody quotes Pac. What? Nobody quotes Pac. <laughs> oh, yeah? Can you quote me what Pac said at that table with Biggie Smalls when they were sitting at the table when 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 on Black Watch was was uh, recording them? Do you know Pac's verse? Yes, I know Pac's verse. Say it. I mean, it's not coming to me right oh, now. Oh my lord! That's that's not was... the um the freestyle they did with uh, Mr. C. No, not that one. Here's how it go. I'm scared to do some freestyle flow. I'm too hot. I might go off tempo. But now I'm back to let these niggas know just how deep my game run to apocalypse. Don't sleep. Then you got Biggie. Fuck it. I'm the high guy. For best style putting the sweating on your eye. Your nose even. When I choke you, you stop breathing. When police come, I'm leaving. Here's another one. The freestyle that they did with Big Daddy Kane at the Apollo. Whether it was 1993 or 1994. Do you remember how that one goes, Candyman? Refresh my memory. I'll refresh your memory. <laughs> here, here comes. Here, first of all, it's with Shaheem the Rocket Child. Rev, you could talk about this. Yeah. Shaheem the Rocket Child, Scoob, Kane, Pac, yeah. and Big. Now, Biggie's verse. We know MCs recycle. This is the mm -hmm. I got seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine nines, 10 Mac 10s. The shit's never end. You can't touch my riches. Even if you had MC Hammer and the 357 bitches, Biggie Smalls, the billionaire, the mansion, the yacht. Everybody knows that verse. That was the first time people heard it. They took that verse and they used it for another record later on. But mm -hmm. Pac comes in. He was like, no matter how you try, niggas never die. We just retaliate with hate, then we multiply. That's a recycle verse by Pac off the song Nothing to Lose for the Remember Me album that was done right. in 1993. But Biggie's verse always stood out every single See, time. You, but, but Pac you, did you, can't, you can't fault Pac for that because that song. I'm not faulting nobody. I'm not faulting anybody. I'm talking about right then and then when it comes to technique and skill. See, but also, Biggie was around more venomous MCs. You know, Pac was doing more so of the art and acting thing, you know. Biggie was exactly. deep. But we'll, we'll get to that category later as far as, like, um environment. But, you know, Biggie was around a real, real tough crowd of MCs. Like, yo, come on, man, Big Daddy Kane. You know, Pac can't stand next to no Big Daddy Kane when it comes to being in a cypher. But as he far as, like... He stood up, though. Yeah, he no, stood of up. Course. With, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm talking about the song that, with Kane that didn't come out. Pac stepped right, up right. lyrically on that one. Shit, he had to. Cause it's Kane, you know. You can't, you 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 can't get on a record with Kane and not go crazy. But like See, you said, yeah, Big was an MC. Big was on the corner. Kane past ninety one. But stop, 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 stop. And if you don't believe that, check the Juice soundtrack. Word. 
But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's the difference nowadays, too, like with artists and like MCs, because, you know, you got a lot of artists nowadays who can't really freestyle, can't cipher. You know, they use a lot of recycled verses and a lot of like um, written verses and stuff like that. You know, back in the day, you know, you had to come off top. You know what I'm saying? You had to have them raw lyrics. So, you know, as far as that, you know, Biggie gets more respect like then. But now if these two MCs were still like doing that kind of stuff now, it wouldn't even matter that um, Pac, you know, couldn't like come off the top of the head and stuff like that and had like written verses. I applaud Pop for even just just you know just doing the freestyle art of freestyle, just just coming up with the words right there on the fly. But at the same time, and and what I was pointing to you guys as far as storytelling, Pac with him, and I'm gonna say it like this: Pac is very creative. At the same time, he's more about the political. He's more about the yes, inner city. He's, a he's more about the social awareness. Look, That's can I, Pac. Can I Big was question? not about that. Big was more about his moment. He was an inner, right, yeah, being clever. He, he raps about he's stuff a figurative language. Right. right. Big is not. Big is not a historian. He's going to talk about no. the drugs. He's going to talk about the killing. He's going to talk about the murders. But his creativity with niggas bleed. That's a story. Word. I got a story to tell, which was a true story, according to Fat Joe, involving one of the New York Knicks players. That's creative. That's crazy good. He was making movies. But go See, ahead, go, Candy Man. What was no, you saying? Right, My so fault. Let me, let me ask you a question. So if 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 Big if Big is is this better rapper, why why Pac lyrics and lyrics hit harder? So if he's a better so but like why Pac words hit harder? Because of the delivery. The delivery and the emotional content. When Pac was happy, you knew he was happy. When he was sad, you knew he was sad. When he was angry, you knew he was, you knew he was angry. How many rap lines do people quote from Big? Even Nas quoted Big. Lord have mercy, he's just nice. Jesus Christ, he just sliced like, he just sliced like a Gensu. That's a big bar. Jay-Z. Even Nas had to do it. Jay-Z. Look how oh, many yeah. lines Jay-Z took. Sure. Yeah, but but Jay Z even ripped off goddamn uh, me and my girlfriend like from, from Bi- oh, how Bonnie many times? Like, come on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many how many lines did he to the point he even took the big? beat? He took how many well, lines did he take from well, Big? I mean, well, you you ever seen Jay Z lips? They was plastered on Big. Come on, that's got I I I ain't even talking about none of that. How many people quote Pac? You know the differences between Pac and Big when it comes to Big. It's about quoting the raps. When it comes to Pac, it's about imitating the lifestyle. Imitating That's the, difference. the lifestyle. Yes, yes. How many people have called themselves the new Tupac or the next Tupac? Quite a few. You've heard it exactly because of the li- exactly because <laughs> of because of the life and because of the because of the person Pac was. That's who yeah. they want to imitate. They want to be just like Pac. Lil Zane. Come on. Oh, man. How many people have you seen do that? Exactly. <laughs> the overall MC, the overall better MC is Tupac Shakur. But when you talk about lyricism and just technique and skill, big. Yes. I think I think Pac had a better flow, a better cadence. No, 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 he didn't. No, he yep. didn't. No, he you didn't. Think and if you believe that, Pac, drunk Pac freestyle. Had a, Pac was smooth. Drunk freestyle. Pac, Pac, drunk Pac, freestyle. Pac was all over the place. Because he was drunk. They call it drunk freestyle because he's drunk. And he said it, and he said he did his records high and drunk every single time. Mm. Big Big was in the pocket. Big flowed. Big was a swinger. And if you don't believe that, check the song I Love the Dough. 
I'm popping magnums while I jig it back something. Watch his platinum, got jet lag from. Fly back and forth, pop corks are the best grapes, make the best CDs and the best tapes. Don't forget the vinyl, take girls, break spinals. Biggie B, Richie like Lionel, see it. And Big studied his flow from a jazz player. Yes, I saw a that in the latest player, documentary. A, a jazz player taught Big about flow. Pac was more about the delivery and the authenticity of his lyrics. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't covered up. It was just straight right to you in your face. And, and, and that's one thing I love and respect about Pac. Even with the beef records, Pac said your name. Pac was all up in it. Big kept it cool. He kept it smooth with the subliminal jabs, everything, everything like that. But like I said, with the technique and skill, with diversifying your flow and changing it up and switching it up on all these different records, that's why I gave the edge to Big. Hell, Big is on a Michael Jackson record. Why did Michael Jackson reach out to Biggie? Why did, did Shaq El- reach out to Biggie? Why, why did Elton John, of all people, make a Elton song John, they reach out to nobody. People were scared of Pac. That's the album <laughs> you hate. So I don't know why you bringing that up. You bring up Elton John, but that's the album you hate. Let me hit him with a little ghetto gospel. You hate that album. I do hate song. I do hate that album. And so that why song. bring it up then? Why true. don't you bring up something that was actually done? Biggie worked with Michael Jackson at the Neverland Ranch. So what are you talking about? Yeah, and got so shook he was bowing down to that man and acting like a bitch. Now, people Alfred, didn't want to work with Pac because he was too controversial. Alfred, Alfred, if Michael Jackson stood in front of you, you'd pass out and cross. I don't even know I, w- I would not. I would not. <laughs> you, show, you, you, you would never see me on no Neverland Ranch. <laughs> you, 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 I would never be, step foot in that bizarre you, land. You, you would be shaking like a leaf. You would be shaking like a leaf on a tree. So don't even play yourself. I would not. You don't play yourself, man. I, I asked that man, yo, where's the KFC extra crispy recipe that you allegedly eat three times a day? And that oh, verse man. was fire. Every time Big st- stood on, Big's verse was fire. He stood on that Michael Jackson track. That, and, 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 and I'm going to follow the Red Barber MC. I know we're kind of lost and everything like that. Yes, people were scared to work with Pac because, because again, Pac started to live off reputation instead of his skills. Well, that brings us to our next uh, uh, conversation. Who's more gangster or street? You know where I'm going. I want to hear this. Go ahead. How many? Yo, Pac, Pac was a member of the mob. How many times this man shouted out M.O.B.? Which like, was backwards. Did, did, hey, that hey, was hey, a bad idea. You know who said that was a bad idea? You know who said that was a bad idea? I know who said that was a bad idea. Gang members. Gang members. Pac went backwards, but that's not what this is about. But Barbara MC, Rev, um, Miss Barbara MC, y'all could big, go first. Big that. Rock got knocked. This one's for you. Trey Heron and Buntry, too. Did he anybody mention a whole? He can mention a whole bunch of names. So, he can mention a whole bunch of names. What does that have to do with it? Even though, even though he tried to disguise MOB as money over bitches, we all know what that meant. Remember, everybody, uh, everybody came out later. Everybody came out later on and said, "Pac, you did it backwards. You shouldn't have did that. You wasn't a gangster growing up. All Amen. of a sudden, you joined Death Row, and then you, and, and, and that's what messed you up because you got involved with gang politics." Yo, Big Shug, please don't come after me. Go on. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, no, no. Rev Bob MC, Miss Bob MC, y'all could go first. Who was more? Who was more gangster? Pac or it, um, I'm sorry. If if I may, if I may, I gotta no, address. Go, go. I gotta address the elephant in the room here. Go. Biggie said 
You look so good that I'll suck on your daddy's Oh, my knee. God. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. And he, all, he also said, I'll fuck RuPaul before I fuck them ugly-ass escape bitches. See, now, you can't. No, 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 no. Don't do that line, okay? And that was like, so no, that was a and joke. Anything on and was a joke. First off, it was not first a joke. And it was a joke. It was a joke. No, 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 no. First That's off, a joking line, he said. That was a absolute. The whole song was a joke. Yes, was, it was meant to be humorous. He yeah, was talking about no, fucking that's Patty not funny. LaBelle. That's suspect. <laughs> no, that Listen, was a joke. I mean, I mean, I mean, he 30, 30 years ago, Patty was looking kind of right, you know. Oh, I'll, no. Patty is still sexy, okay? So he, he was, uh, he, he, that, that whole song was a joke. It was a whole okay. song. The whole song. That, okay, that, that was the idea. That's okay. That's strike two. Now strike three. I probably go to jail for fucking Patty Labelle, Uber Gina Bell. She probably like these are right. These are uh, legendary singers that he's nah, talking see, about. but when he came out with that song, I got dreams. And, and, and that like, line, he could have named so many other. El- he could have named so many other. But he'll L- fuck the trend the best line, I like his man, Mr. C. Huh? Nah, first off, no, you, di- no, you didn't no. escape back then. Apparently, you didn't uh, understand. No. You don't get That's the reference because said. escape back, uh, escape back then was on some bullshit with a with a aesthetic. And that line, speaking of how influential Biggie was. That made them change up their whole shit. The same thing, um, to go back to what you were saying, uh, QG, about how Biggie made people step their game up. He was making fucking R&B groups fucking step their game up. Well, after he said that, them bitches did traces of my lipstick with their titties out and, like, right. looking all sexy and shit like that. They wasn't dressing in fucking flannel shirts and baggy-ass jeans and all that shit like that no more. They wasn't... They wasn't. You want to know? You want to know? You want to know how powerful Big is? You you want to know how powerful Big is? Kwame's. Kwame. You want to bring up? You want to bring up lines? Kwame. Bring up the whole thing about Kwame. Played out like Kwame Kwame and them polka dots. Everybody looking at Kwame like a joke. Like what? Man, come on, man. He said your life is played out like Kwame and them fucking polka dots. Like, and then and and his career was done from then. I mean, that man Kwame? is and and stop bringing up that line about uh about uh the fucking sucking your daddy's dick. While it was, I don't think it was something that bore repeating necessarily, but it was a no, Richard it Pryor. It was a Richard Pryor. It's uh, suspect. It was a Richard Pryor joke. It was, it was not. It was not no suspect. It was just. It a was joke. suspect. That's all it was. Nah, no, it was I, I, I'm not comfortable saying that, that in a rap. It was That's weird. Fine. That's I it. And I'm not Richard comfortable Pryor saying that I would fuck a transvestite over than three, even though they might have been ugly R&B chicks. I mean, that's just me. That was you know a joke saying? from Big. It was you can't, a joke. You can't. Though, you, like can't you can't. You can't. You can't take those lines literal. Lyric, uh, okay, so right. If you take every line literal, how many rappers have said some outlandish things? Listen, Lil Wayne said F is for phenomenal. Oh, let's F not get out. Listen, listen. No, 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 It's a whole different book. No, no, no. If you want to bring up lyrics, if you want to bring up lyrics that makes, how many rappers have come up with lyrics? That just don't make sense, or is oh, yeah. or is perceived to be a joke. Listen, under you, the it was a under joking the, record. Under the court of the rap lab, everything on record is admissible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, but not, but that doesn't go nah, with y'all. Man. That's not uh, exactly. That's not for y'all's case, though. We, it's if not we're for your case. Being, uh, right now, actually, what are we talking? Which oh, no, I brought it back to, to lyrics. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, 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 to... I'm, I didn't get. I didn't get to um say my answer. There. I just wanted to say the elephant in the room because. Oh no, no. You know, I told Biggie you. said three that totally no suspect things. I'm gonna get to that. And what about the rest of the song? Well, but what about the rest of the song? Exactly. The rest of the song, right? But no. I mean, 
I just personally would not be comfortable saying something like that. That was I'm a little bit in your mind, but uh, um, that doesn't take away from the fact that... Do you know, that, how, many Ron, do you know how many <laughs> lines Big said? Do you know how many lines Big said that make people question? It's just like when he said, I wouldn't give a F if you're pregnant. Give me the baby rings and the number, and one, the number mom one mom pendant. He yeah, even said F the world. I'm fucking no, a tranny. No, 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 no. This see, got nothing to do with a transvestite. What I'm saying, right, you keep bringing up... Right, you're bringing up... No, I'm not. He said it. I did it. He did say it, but... No, that song was meant to be as a joke. He didn't go out and say, yes, I have sex with transvestites. He never said that in any interviews. He never said that in I any mean, I mean, I mean, like he, that. I mean, he it was said just that on for, record. It was just funny for that record. It was a joke. It was okay. So even today, Dreams might uh Dreams would have got him in trouble. That's cool. So I guess so I guess Big Daddy Kane did the same thing since Mr. C was his DJ. Mm, I hope not. I'm not uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane never said he had sex with no transvestite. Hey man, I love. Biggie never Chase. said that either. And right. Ghostface never say no shit like that, bro. Because I would definitely look at Ghostface. Yo, bro. Ghostface said, "Look out for Haiti bitches. They throw hex. You know how many Haitian women hate Ghostface over that one line? Word. Listen, I, I will tell you from experience. I've dated a couple of Haitian women in my life, and never again after the last one. They're gonna put the curse on you, man, if you keep talking. They, they yeah, would. that's why I'm staying quiet. On this they one. will not. <laughs> you know how many rappers say some crazy lines that go crazy? Yo, look how look how look at all the stuff Eminem has said. Y'all gonna take that literal? But he ain't talking about effing dudes or effing trannies, man. He's or actually, about fucking he has. his mother. Actually, he has. Fucking his he mother? Actually, yeah. He has. Just bend over and take it like a slut, okay, yes. Ma? <laughs> Yo, yes. Jesus Christ. Wow. He made a record okay. where he said he got drunk. He, he made a record where he said he got drunk and almost hit on Dr. Dre. He made a song about sticking a gerbil up his ass. Come on now. <laughs> that's shock value stuff, man. That, and that's, that, and, and, and that's further why that's furthermore that, why uh Afini got rest of soul should have never put her son's catalog in that man. Oh man. <laughs> but you still want to bring up Elton John doing a song with Pac. What's wrong with that? That's the album that you don't like. So why why do you keep bringing so, that up? You you brought it up. You brought that up, but that's the album that you said, oh, well, Afidi Shakur should have never gave it to Eminem. That's the same song from the same album. I understand that. And another thing, y'all want to bring that up. How many times did Pac get served on collabos? By what who? do you mean got served? By who? Served on collabos. By who? He went on, he all right, you want to talk? He went on Let's E-40 talk. record. He went on E-40 record twice and had a better, had the best better verse. Who else was on the E40 record? Who else was on the E40 record? Be legit not was on that record. Spice One, right? You're not gonna bring up Spice One, are you? You're not gonna Listen, bring up Spice One. A million dollar spot. I'm Who talking had the about best technique. Record? I'm talking about technique. Dusted and, and disgusted. And Pac had the best verse. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What five Deadly Venoms. Who had the best verse of Five Deadly Venoms? It wasn't Pac. Obviously, it wasn't Pac. I'll give you that one. How about? How about? How about? How about the song with um, Ice-T, La- MC8, and, and Havoc and Prodigy from the West Coast? Who had the best verse mm. on that one? Listen, listen. Lie to kick you with Richie Rich? You got the gonna best verse. Oh, yeah. That? that was my joint. And what was the question? I said the song with Ice-T, MC8, Havoc, and Prodigy from the West Coast. I never... What, the I Gangsta never Team it. record. The Gangsta uh, Team record. I've never heard it. Of course I you mean, never heard oh, it. Oh, man. P was on fire, though. Who... who, P- who he was on fire, but you could give it to Spice One, or you could give it to Ice T because Ice T was wait, cooking. Tupac was on that record. Of course, he was on that yeah. record. Whose album was this on? This was 
this was uh, Russell Simmons actually commissioned this song, and what he did was he reached out to some West Coast cats to be a part of it. So you had Havoc and Prodigy. This was while Pac was alive, or when he was of dead? Of course, dead. of course, he was I alive. I can't picture I can't picture Pac and Mob Deep on no record. No, no, I no, got no, it no. off a of Napster. That, that's why I said <laughs> Prodigy. Napster. That's that's why I said Havoc and Prodigy from the West Coast. There was the Havoc and Prodigy from California. The names were spelled different. Oh, look I, it up. I, I will look it up. Look it up. But um, who who are the songs? Um, the bro, he served too short on this. Is how we do this, bro. Like, come on. Biggie served too short as well. <laughs> all right, all right. On the world is filled. Wiz Khalifa served. So what's too your short. point? Oh, uh, uh, what you, else? You know uh, why? You know why? Because he got too short high that day. Anyway. Uh, how about the record uh, with Ice T, Ice Cube, and Tupac? Who had the better la- verse? Last words? Pac didn't... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, and he also didn't. on Digital Underground, same song. Pac had the best verse on no, that song. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yo, his, yeah. No, he did. He had like six bars. What you talking about? And that six bars was the best six bars in the <laughs> oh, song. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? What about the song with Above the Law? Did Money B not serve Pac on the song with Above the Law? Listen, listen. Call listen. it what you want. Did he not serve Tupac on that record? My man. Can I get my last um You're not gonna call questionable question with Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the last the last last strike for me was he said, Motherfucker's still in my biz. Didn't know that my nigga gutter fucking kidnap kids. Fuck him in the ass, throw him over the bridge. That's how it is. My shit laid out. Come on, man. Hey, so man. hold on. And that Come line on, was he said that so who he said It wasn't oh, him. But he's but he's, but he's hanging around some... pedos. <laughs> but he's trip. saying that the per- he didn't know that this person was fucking kids to fuck him in the ass and throw him over a bridge. He's talking about and punishing at the same, this person. And at the for... same time, Beanie Siegel Beanie Siegel used that same line for a hot ninety seven freestyle. Well, Beanie Siegel was one time drunk and he was all over Petey cracking all was... them guys like a real funny. <laughs> I don't know. Leave Petey crack alone. I like Petey. The Petey worst member, the, the worst member of state property, but that's besides the point. What? Ring, oh. ring. I hated it. Hated it. Really? Hated it. <laughs> oh, man. What you talking about? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Petey. But, uh, um, ain't, ain't, ain't no shout out to Petey, man. <laughs> So as far as who's more um more street, you know and what? You know what? I actually, you you know why I oh, said Pac, you know why no, I said ahead, Pac is more street. Pac is more street because he's not afraid of nobody. Oh look, he all right, bro. On a, on street fa- on street fame in between verses, that man said, "Yo, fuck little Kim, you nasty bitch." Let's I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to answer the question. And that makes him hood because hold, hold yeah, on, hold word, on, hold word. on. No, that's, no, no, that's a bra- that's a brave motherfucker. Yo, he's little Kim. Hold on, he been calling out Biggie. If you listen to Better Days and Until the End of Time, both albums, even though they came out after he was dead, he recorded them songs when he was alive. Uh, yo, I forgot which song it was, but at the beginning of the song, he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, Biggie, the, what?" Ah, oh, I forget the exact line, but something to the effect of, "Yo, Biggie, don't let me catch you." Like calling out Biggie by name. Calling and you know out why Biggie didn't pay name. no mind? You know why? Because Biggie he was shook. No mind? Wrong, you know why? wrong, Biggie, wrong, Biggie, wrong. Biggie wasn't wrong. a street dude. And, and I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Biggie and Pac had a conversation. Tupac, Biggie and Pac had a conversation. Big looked at Pac and said, "What is wrong with you?" Pac was like, "All I'm doing is trying to sell some records and make some money." That was I the last conversation they had. And if don't you don't recall. believe that, if you don't recall, go to YouTube. Go in there. Check Valletta Wallace. Valletta Wallace said to herself, you going to call her a liar? Of course she was the pickup for her son. Are you kidding? What mother wouldn't? Please. 
I I'm gonna have to go. About. All that I'm is on to, record. I'm gonna have to go with Biggie being more street though. What? Because because he came up, you know, around like street dudes, and he did time before he was a rapper. Pac became a rapper and then did time. It's easier when you're a rapper and you're like a celebrity to be a target. Big was into all these things of robbing people, you know what I'm saying, sticking people up before he became famous and being a rapper. He Boy. changed his life after that. You know, Pac, I felt like, you know, I don't want to call him a cloud chaser or anything like that, but I feel like the fame definitely kind of had to, the fame made him act out more it than did. before he was famous. Because before he was famous, he was into the arts. You ever hear this man, how, how articulate he is when he was speaking? That one interview when he had um the high top fro and everything, he's all like, Sucking yeah. his lips and all that stuff, man. He was, he was a regular cat. And then when he shaved his head bald, then he transitioned to the West Coast. Then he started, you know, kind of becoming so, something so, else. So, so, yes, so hold on. he left the East Coast and changed his whole shit up. Yeah, I wasn't cool with that. But, he you know, was, I mean. This nigga had a whole thick ass, New York ass accent yeah. when he on the West Coast uh, repping California. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm with that. Bell, but... fresh out of jail, California dreaming. California. He ain't say California. Like he from out there, that nigga sound his name is Tupac Shakur, not Tupac Shakur. Like I never understood that. Like how y'all let him get away with that? Like this, can this, I can can, I, can y'all allow me to play a sound bite if I may? Don't get sued. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not. We, we we got ways on the rap lab. Fifteen seconds that. or less. It, oh, it'll match. <laughs> That makes him gangster because he beat up the Hughes brother. Hold on. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, wasn't that the interview was talking shit about... Uh... The Hughes brothers. Yeah, okay. The Hughes brothers, because I was about to say John Singleton. but Mind you, the man beat up the Hughes brothers because they tried to disrespect him to his face. And let's not forget, Pac shot at the cops. He shot at the police. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can we, are we going to disregard actually, that? But who else was thing. there when he did that? I ain't even. I ain't even get the answer on who I thought. Who who I think is more street? I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna agree with the candy chump. Because <laughs> yeah, the candy <laughs> chump. Because 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 you've been talking crazy all, all you know. I mean, <laughs> this entire time. I actually agree with you because besides the whole thing with the cops. Pac, you, if Pac felt that he was getting dissed, and if he saw anybody, he would, he would, he would, he would confront them. He like, like when Ashachi came out, he confronted Keith Murray. He went up to Keith Murray. He's like, "What's up? You was dissing me," and Keith Murray was like, "Nah." And then when Nas at the at the MTV Awards at Central Park, him and Nas had a confrontation. They had a face to face. That's the thing. Yeah. Pac, Pac was face to face with it. I respect Pop for being for being like that, especially word, word. he was he he wasn't afraid to express himself. Like 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 when the whole De La Soul situation went down, when looking he like Larry Holmes, Soul was dissing, sick. When he felt De La Soul was dissing him in the video, he 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 said they name. When he meant like when he when the brat said something, he he said something about he the went brat. after the anybody anybody that said something that he felt perceived as a diss, and if he met them in person. Pac would not back down. He would he would confront them because he want to see what the temperature is. He want to know. Okay, do do we still go at it? Was it? But a is mistake? that him being if, street though? It is. Is it? He not hiding. If he's going, if you say something about him and the man go and look for you after, that's got that's respected. 
I, I mean, it's that. not. A, I mean, no, I respect that too. I'm the same way. I'm the, I'm the type of person like I, like while I want, I might not be, like if I have a problem with somebody or if nah, I have you like, would something that's to the point, I'm not. It. I'm not. <laughs> I will never. I will never concede to that because you know it's just. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, no lie. You from Detroit? Y'all, y'all grimy out there. Yeah, Sunday in the locker oh, room. Come on, man. See, but that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's like while I don't feel like I'm street, if I have a problem. I'm with having a conversation about it. I'm with coming to you and being like, yo, like I do it with my friends. I do it with people who aren't my friends, but nah, like just, not only just, just from the way you talking, I believe you was at the malice at the palace. I'm just saying. Yo, come on. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I threw it. But you I know, but you know, but you know the crazy part is when you look at when you look at street and gangster, when you look at something like that, look at it, look at it, look at it from another perspective. And Pac wasn't afraid of nobody. Pac, Pac, Pac. At the, even at the height of popularity that he was, he would be in places at that level of popularity where you shouldn't even pee. He he didn't even care. Like he's a well-known star, everything like that. You could still find him down in Long Beach or in Crenshaw, or whatever, or hanging Compton. out, standing out in front of people, everything like that. Big Big knew the difference because Big said it. Yo, when when I was broke. I would see the people with the with the cars, the jewelry, be like, yeah, I'm gonna rob that person. Now I'm in that position where people want to rob me and treat me like that. Cause I was on the corner doing the same thing. That's why he 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 moved out of Brooklyn, got his estate in Jersey and everything like that, because he understood the rules and the streets of the game. But what are we talking about? But does earlier? that not make him more street? Like just well, because like he has Big the experience and can was, Yeah, Big exactly. Was, he, he he was much more wiser with that, but Pop felt like, yo, this is what I represent, so I gotta keep it real. But however, it's pride. It's when like keeping, keeping it, it real, real goes, goes wrong. wrong. <laughs> and that's what happened in Vegas. That's mm-hmm. what happened in Vegas. That's the thing that I always And see, that's another thing. Pop. Even though even though it's foolish, I mean, right. come on, the man the man went up to a, a, no, a known gangbanger and stomp and beat and that beat was, him up with mad right. niggas behind him. That was bad. That was a bad idea. But that's just but that's just that's just the thing with Pop. Pop but that's not Pop the first time Pac ever dude. laid hands on somebody. Big never laid hands no. on somebody. How you gonna well, say not, he never laid hands on nobody? Not that we know of. Not that we know of. Somebody yes, go Pop. ask the Hughes brothers if they faces is still sore from that ass within thirty years ago. Bro, that, but but here's the thing. This goes back this goes back to the to the uh, situation with the um Smith and Wesson and the original gun clappers and everything like that. There was a situation involving Big and them. Now Big was not involved in the confrontation, but the person that said something about Big got beat up and robbed. So Big wasn't physically there, but Big had peoples. That's a boss move. I don't gotta get you, but I got people that I would get you. And at the same time, how powerful is Biggie's words? Oh, we know we know big powerful. Just ask the dog pound and snoop about their trailer. They they there you go. All big shit on the radio. I can't believe Tupac and the dog pound is out here shooting a video on Brooklyn. See, Brooklyn see but this up. but this somebody, go to, this, somebody this go to shot my, up the trailer. This go to my next point though. And Pac even said this in the interview. Like, he go to New York, New York niggas is fucking with him. He go to New York, ain't nobody other than that time that happened at Quad, he go to New York. Ain't nobody, ain't no, he, the man, the man while on death row in 96 came and did Saturday Night Live and was hanging out in New York. Ain't nobody was looking for, to, for him to do nothing to him. This man big went to LA and people are calling him restricted on his phone, threatening him. And then obviously, unfortunately, because, what happened. Right, right. Because Pac was dead. Because man, Pac even was if, dead. even it if was Pac was alive, he couldn't. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. It's just, it, again, it was too soon. 
big shit. Yo, Pac just died. You're going to go out to California, go on the radio, and say some things. Like, he didn't diss Pac on the radio or anything like that. But just you being out there, you're going shopping and, and everything like that. You're getting a tattoo. You, you going to the mall. you hanging out. You had a well-known publicized beef with somebody from out there that they loved. It's not a good look. And, I, and, 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 and that was the mistake. That was the mistake that Big and them made. They, that, that, that was messed up. And I guess it was a pride thing with them, too. Cause it like was between, pride, exactly. Yeah, because between Tupac helping to jump this uh, rival gang member out in public or whatever, and, you know, I, like, you know, people treat it like it's a big mystery who killed Tupac, but, you know. Oh, it's not. And it's, on record, exactly, it's not. And funny thing on record, Pac said this in an interview. There was a situation where he was hanging out with Junior Mafia. All of them had guns. The cops came in, busted the place. All the junior mafia left and ran. Pac took them charges. Mm-hmm. He took them gun charges. And he fought them off. He's, he said this in an interview with Sway. He was like, those are, he was like, I took that. I didn't mention any names or anything like that. They, they ran. That's something that a lot of people don't talk about. Pac said that in an interview. Cops came in, all of them had guns. Pac took them charges. Yeah. That so, it all depends on what you look for in being gangster in Moore Street. I'm, gi- I'm, gi- I'm, I'm giving a nod to Pac, man. Pac ain't wasn't roll with afraid Pac. of nobody. I'm a roll with Pac. When, when Pac was 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 talking about Biggie relentlessly, you know, Puff Daddy was pulling the strings, or, or Puppet Daddy, I should call him. <laughs> was like, <laughs> was like, yo, nah, Big, we not gonna respond, Big. But then as soon as Pac died. Yo, I'm gonna put this record out. No, that you said that's shit about no Pac. wrong, wrong, wrong. That's not what they said. When you look at the recordings of Life After Death, and there was a lot of songs that needed to be changed. This is could comes it, could with it, the could art. Could have been edited. No, but here's the thing: the same thing could have been said with Mob Deep for Drop a Gem on them. They didn't have to put out that record, but the record came out. That record wasn't pulled. But this goes with the narrative of who shot you. Who shot you was not this and Tupac. The timing of the record was wrong, and people, the media, and the media is a big culprit of this. They put that there. There's like, oh, well, he's he's dissing Pac on the record who shot you, which is a song that he recorded way before Pac got shot. And at the same time, when you look at the records, Long Kiss Goodnight, when you look at the record, What's Beef, when you look at the little jabs and stuff that he was throwing in there, like so-called beef, which you know who, everything, Big played it smooth. Long Kiss Goodnight, the original version, he had a verse where he was going at Pac hard. He had to change it. Lil C's puffing. It was like, nah, man, you can't say that stuff. That's the thing with the subliminal raps. That's why Biggie was so good with the subliminal raps. You could you pinpoint and associate who it's for. It just so happens at the time, that was the beef, him and him and Tupac. So do y'all think People, that... What's no, up, no, 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 I'm saying, go ahead. Do y'all think that being street and being gangster is two different things? I think so. Yeah, me too. That's, that's why. why I think, that's why yeah. I think that um, like even you bringing up the fact that um, that uh, Tupac took that Those um gun took the, uh, the gun charges for them or whatever. Like I think that's there's a, there's a separation there because I still like like you know like Eric was saying. I mean, excuse me, like Rev Barber was saying. Um, same guy. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to share. My name is Christopher, yeah. people. My name is Christopher. <laughs> we, can all put our, we can put our names out there. Okay. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> go but, ahead. Um, go ahead. Do your thing. Just that, um, you know, it seemed like, I'm not going to say Tupac was all bark, no bite, but he was a lot of bark. And yes. he, like, you know, it just seemed like, 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 you know, like he said, like, this man went to like a performing art school. He was uh he was a dan like he was a dancer, he was a poet, he was a thinker. He came from and of course yeah. he would have some gangster in him because like you know, look who he was raised by. So Panthers. But, exactly. Mm-hmm. But to be but like being but being street, it just seems like that was a persona. Like that was a um gimmick seems like an insult. But it just seems like it was a um like an almost an alter ego. Cause then he went from being that to being Machiavelli again, like being back to being that thinker. Like, I mean, he never stopped being a thinker necessarily, but I think that um, his thug life kind of um, his persona kind of eclipsed that for a while until he was nearing the end of his life. And then like, you know, he formed the outlaws and all that stuff like that and gave everybody their names. And, and he was Machiavelli and stuff like that. He, it seemed like he was kind of going back to more, you know, that side of him as opposed to uh you know I guess and to he to add to that, you're right. And to add to that, and outlaws went on record and said this. They said Pop was done dissing big, he was done dissing people. He said, Look, I'm done dissing him, everything like that. And even though Pop Pac said this, he was like, if the government could do better for our communities, if they could help our people out. I'll stand on the stage with Big, kiss him on the cheek, and declare us brothers. Mm. He said that. That was was like his last wish, according to the outlaws, because they were working on collaborating with, you know, Greg Nice and um, Coco Brothers and everybody like that. He was like, yo, I'm done with this and Big. If if, if the people want to see us together, go to the inner cities. Help out these schools, help out these kids. I'll stand on stage with Big, kiss him on the cheek, and declare us brothers. And that's what's up. And that's what's up, and that's exactly why people, why he's like you know, like an artist for the ages. That's why he is as loved as he is. Like his yep. message is what's going to always carry him and stuff like that. As far as being like you know, the best, right. the better artist, and being the better rapper. Big you know. was a hustler. Big wanted to make some money, and that's Pac. what makes him street. And and right, that's and that—that's that, yeah, I agree with that. That's the he had a street mentality. mentality. Street mentality. Hustle, how many? Make how the many? Money. How many? How many niggas you gonna encounter in life that can say they shot at the cops and got off? That's why the cops hated him. That it didn't. I mean, unless you know, unless it was just a lyric, um. Biggie said that he did the same thing. Yeah, was I was gonna fat. say that too. Like he said, <laughs> he, said he did the same how, thing. How, how many how many rappers got, say things fat. that I'll never really happened? I'll fuck around asthma attack. That's why I bust back. It don't phase me. So it's like, like and that was a record with Pac. Magic? <laughs> right. So. Him and Pac were on the same record with uh with our stretch and the rest of them. And yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of ill. But yeah, I mean Pac, and that and that was so random. You know, Michael Jahai White went on Vlad TV and said that Pac would only act gangster if people were around him. I don't. Like if he was that. by himself, he wouldn't do that. But if there were people See? around, if there was a public, he would act up. And I there was that, that thought too, because like you know, like I was saying earlier, like in the um, and I don't know this necessarily all the way to be 
fact, I'm not trying to discredit him and his, like, you know, whatever, but from right, what it right. looks like. Like, um, just seeing him jump, like, help jump that nigga. Like, I mean, I know he, like, you know, again, he he was, uh, he was a gang, like, he was, he had his little gangster persona yeah. or whatever, so, of course, he wasn't just gonna stand back, especially get caught on camera, just standing back while his niggas is fighting and not do nothing. Of course, he wasn't and gonna candy do that. Candyman, Candyman, you ain't fooling nobody. Shook was pulling pop strings, too. You want to talk about yeah. fuck pulling big strings? What? Shook, what? Shook was orchestrating a lot. Why you think yep. Pac this Dre? Who you think told Pac to diss Dre? Shook. Man, he dissed Dre because he was loyal to Death Row. That's how. I... No. Nope. You, you really think loyal to Shook? You loyal to Shook. Listen, you really think if somebody sat here and said something derogatory about you or E, I'm not gonna open my mouth and say something back? Oh, come you on. You gotta look at it like this. Come on. Shug was the one who bailed him out. Shug of course. Was the one so who he got his mama a house. Right. So anything Shug said, Pac was gonna do. Listen. Out of loyalty. Look Listen. how many things Shug, Pac got caught into because Shug, of Shug, man. Shug ain't pull no strings, man. Yes, he did. He, Big yes, he, he did. definitely put the battery in his back. He put the battery in Pac back. Pac was fired up even more because of Shug. Yeah. Big, yeah. Shug, Big Shug. If Shug was smart, if Shug was smart. And him and him being older and the big homie, he should have put his arm around and be like, yo, man, listen, you got to chill, bro. We got money. We got stuff to invest. We, we, we got businesses to do. We got to think bigger than all that. That's like, yeah, a and I think that's time, also bro. why. And I think that's also why, like maybe um, going back to your question as a, uh, in regards to why it is that Pac didn't want uh, the outlaws to sign with. Death row, Death row and with Shug and shit like that. That just maybe that's that just didn't fit who he was trying to be no more. And um and like, the dangers and, and, of Death like, Row. When, people getting beat exactly, up. Exactly. And him knowing how dangerous no, like but listen, people, were, get, people was getting beat up because they was doing people was getting beat up because they was doing dumb shit. Like that's not a that that's not a place to do music then. If you're an artist and you want to do an album, you want to do music. Do you want to worry about gang bangers and everybody in there fighting, shooting, and beating each other up when you, when all you're doing is trying to make music? Right. Yeah, but that's, why, da- that's why Death Row crumbled. All right. So when Daz and Snoop and them and Corrupt was all in the studio, that was a studio full of Crips. What are you saying? Why you think they left? Why you think they left? Because that was, was not a place to work. It was Dre, blood next door. Dre left because of that reason. Dre's an artist. Dre's an artist. You want to worry about people getting beat up and shot and all that stuff in the studio? No, you you're there to work. You're there to create and do music. That's why Suge messed up. Suge had all the tools. He had all you you got Quick, Dre, Daz, Snoop, Pac, Dog Pound. Come on, man. You got all you got everything you need up there. And you ruined it. Because of that. That's not a place to work. Like 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 Rev, you're a rapper, you're an artist. Mm-hmm. You want to work in an environment where where you could just create and just do your thing and have Hell fun yeah. with your music, or you want to be in a place where you got all these crazy rah rah loud gangsters up in there shooting, fighting when you're trying to work. Exactly, I've had to move studios because of that kind of stuff. That's the that's and that's the point right there. Word. <sighs> <laughs> Moving on. Um. The next, the next question, uh, who would you choose to make a hit single? Biggie. Hmm. Why is that? I would choose Biggie because I just feel like Biggie was uh, more of a hit maker. He was more. Um, I'm gonna. His I'm gonna, mind was more. 
you know, that was what he was focused as, you know, we said it before. Tupac was about his message. He like, you know, he was profound and he had like, you know, he had his message and stuff like that. But Biggie was, I don't know. He like, just like how his, his album went diamond. It took, it took a Pox album years to go diamond. And I think that's because a lot of people don't really, not a lot. I'm not going to say it like that. That sounds insulting, but a lot of these people who listen, who listen to, um, to listen to who listen to hip hop, who listen to rap, some of them are just trying to escape into a certain lifestyle, and they don't they don't want to think. That's why you'll hear, you might hear some people make the argument that J Cole is boring. They might, um, you know, certain conscious rappers or whatever. They all they don't they don't sell as well as the rappers who are talking the shit that everybody wants to hear. Biggie kind of talked the shit that everybody wanted to hear, and not only that, he did it in a very clever and um. He did it in a very clever way or whatever as far as his wordplay, as far as his um, his use of figurative language and being a lyrical artist or whatever. So he was able to both, I mean, well, not, you know, he was able to be lyrical. He was able to um, make, to me, he was making hit records. So like, you know, and those quotables, like, uh, like QG was saying. So I will, you here's, know, I think I would go with him. Head. And plus he had, um. Puffy behind him, who Puffy is a hit maker. So I mean, you know. right. Here, here's my here's my issue with why I wouldn't pick Biggie in this context, right? So you just said it, Puffy, and I've said this before on this show, way, way, way back a long time ago. But like the same reason why I didn't like feel so good by Mace is the same reason I don't I don't care for the for the instrumental of Mo Money Mo Problems. And juicy. Did he get the job done? And all it did, but I'm like, like, I wouldn't take those those beats and make them into records. Like Tupac would never rhyme over over that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say the word that I'm thinking because I'm not. You trying don't to know that, but but, you, but you see, you don't know that. Like you, my man, you, my man Puffy had Biggie take. I'm coming now, and it worked, and, <laughs> and, and flipped it into a record, and it worked. Same with Juicy Fruit. But, but 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 my thing is, look at the singles Pac had. They wasn't better than anything. Big. I would take "How Do You Want It" over over anything that Biggie it's that not, Biggie put out. It's not about I being would, better. It's not I would take "California Love" over anything Biggie put out. Okay, I love so that you song. got okay. So wait a minute. So you got "How Do You Want It"? You got "California Love." What else do you got? Uh I get I, around was fun, but I don't think that it was. I don't know. I, I think keep going I, back to the lyricism, but I think, I think I think I think I get around I think singles. I get around helped out helped out Pac a lot to get to I get around was his first big hit. It was his first big hit, and at the same time, it was he had Shock G and Money B on there. I mean, keep Did keep you, keep your head up was cool too, but that but that it was, was a good song. that was that was boring to me. It um, wasn't boring. It was boring. It was a good song. It was not it was boring. Like it also it's brought a conscious it was record. A rea- it's a conscious record, and a lot of people. Seemingly don't like that. Like, dear, you know, dear, Ma- dear mama, mama was talk. huge. You you can't find that one soul on earth that don't fuck with dear mama. Dear mama because Al, because Al, you're not stupid. You're not gonna insult people's mamas. Right. Hey, hey, listen, don't put nothing past me. All right. It's the truth. <laughs> no, you already dissed Biggs' mother at the beginning. I didn't. Of the yeah, listen, I didn't diss Miss Wallace. I didn't diss. I I just said told, she did nothing. You said she did you look nothing the in the wake of her son's death. But you yeah. said Pox hits. What else do you have from Pop? Let me see you toss it up. Uh, no. What else? Was hey, that really a hit hit to ta- you? 
Toss it up is a hit hit to me. I don't know about that. Uh, Hail Mary, you got it. That's definitely a hit. For a pop <laughs> fan. To, what? You got to think about the bigger audience. You can't just think for yourself in this in, in, in this part of the argument. You, would you say Two of America's Most Wanted was a hit? Yes. It was... It's a it's a hit, but 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 here's the problem. Big Papa hit. Hypnotize. Oh yeah. Hit. More money, more problems. Hit. One more chance. Remix. Hit. Definitely. You see where I'm you see where I'm going as far as the bigger audience. And, and, and we I'm only not, talk and we only talk and, about pop music when he was alive. Don't get me started on dead. I oh my god, he had like seven posthumous albums. I just said big music when he was alive, but but you got to understand something. I'm not looking at it as a big and pop fan. I'm looking at it as a hip hop fan. We're looking at it as general. singles, singles. We no, at no, singles. no, 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 no. I'm looking at it as a hip hop fan in general. How many times have you heard hypnotize and more money, more problems, and all them other records from Big? I just mentioned to you plenty of time, but we also in New York. Of course, they're gonna play. The... Bro, you realize Hot 97. We'll never play a Tupac record. No matter I'm, how not even, back I, I'm not even, I'm not even, looking, I'm not even looking at them. Cause how do you want it is a huge hit. How do you want it was even in a movie. One of them Tyler Perry movies. He played it in the background of the film and it, and, and it bumped. Don't, and and it's, you know what? Uh, in this your... movie called Havoc, <laughs> the um, right. fucking, uh, what's her name? Uh, what is that girl's name? Anne Hathaway. She was fucking right. singing How Do You Want It. Right, you right, know what? Right. To answer your question whatever, about Hail Mary, I, I, feel like, ass. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Hail Mary is more than just a, a hit to a Pac fan. You forgot in Creed, Hail Mary played for a whole scene. Yes, it did play in Creed, but that was for a narrative. That was for a narrative. That was for that scene in particular. I'm talking about when you're out somewhere and you put on a record, reactions, reaction records. When Bro, you play hypnotized, they even had a, you get they a reaction. Even had a pop, they even had a pop song mashed up with James Brown and Django, son. Come on. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But again, <laughs> but that's a movie. That's did a you movie. say the Django? You know the oh Django. Django. He Whatever, said the man. Django. <laughs> Grandma that, that does that. It drives me crazy. That that movie. That you, movie got gets me upset, man. You gotta look at it. You gotta look at it from a commercial standpoint and a commercial appeal. Now, when you look at Pop and his records, Pop started to capture the formula of understanding what it takes to make a hit, and we could put it out there. He said it. He schooled big. He's like, look, you can make the hardcore records, but you got to make songs for the ladies. The ladies are going to buy the album. And if the ladies like it, the men is going to like it. That's how you got the big poppers and more more chances. And when big held on to that formula, he held on to that formula. He didn't lose it. So it was like, okay, this is what I got to do. So you got to think of production. You got to think of direction and you got to think of marketability. Now, you see Puffy is a marketing machine, so he's going to market yeah. the hell out of whatever singles he put out there. As far as Pac goes, Pac is a freelance type of guy. If he feel like he got it, boom, Shook, Shook will, will, you know, he'll jump in. It's just like when All Eyes on Me wasn't even supposed to be called All Eyes on Me. It was supposed to be called Euthanasia. Shook didn't like that title. He was like, nah, we need something that's going to appeal to the people. See, Shook was thinking bigger than that. And All Eyes on Me is a classic. It sold $9 million for a reason. So it's like, what? Which, which songs got the most play from that album? California Love, obviously, because it's a coastal record. It's beef time, so all of California, the West Coast is going to go crazy over it. So you got to think of direction. You got to think of what, what, what is the song designed to do. 
I gotta go with, as far as the commercial appeal goes. You know what I'm saying? It gotta be Popper. I gotta go with Popper on that one. Mm-hmm. Pac, Pac, Pac has the ability to put all these concepts in a song. He could talk about anything and make it a hit record. But as far as the bigger audience, I gotta go with Pop. Yeah, before you go, Al, I'm just gonna throw it in there. No, I gotta go no, with, go ahead, with, with Biggie as well. Um, yeah. Like Hugh said, you know, he got Puffy behind him, and as you like to say, your man Big Shug, you know, wasn't really <laughs> the hit-making machine that Puff was. And as much as, you know, I'm not really into too much of the commercial stuff that came out, you know, in like the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, but as far as, you know, the topic here is hit records. And as far as a hit, something that'll play in the club and something that, you know, you'll hear like more so on a movie. Yes, how Mary played in a couple movies, but, you know, you hear Juicy. Oh, who's playing in the club? And, and, mm. and that movie um, with um, Keanu Reeves, Hardball. Mm-hmm. Little kid was listening to Loving When They Call Me Big Papa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And man, that movie is on at least like once a month. No, on no, 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 don't talk to me about hardball. Like, like we don't know <laughs> what the come on, son. The main song of that movie was Ain't No Game Like a Game of Hardball. Like, come on, I, man. I think you just wanted to sing because you didn't sing on today's episode. And that's hey, okay. You sing terrible. <laughs> you always Get getting them for that. Terrible. But, as far as universal, a lot of way to show it's great movie. for me. It was depressing, but as far as universally, universally in hits, I gotta go with Big. Look, I'm not. I don't want to be here trashing Big. I'm not here to do that. I'm not the biggest fan of his music or his catalog. I'll be honest. I'm more of a Tupac guy. I openly say that. Likewise, likewise. But as far as hits, I can't lie, man. You know, Biggie got them hits, man, and Pac does have hits. How do you want it was a hit? You know, but the, the machine, man, you know, as you call it. Not to mention pop, features, brother. Pop, not to mention and features. features. And features. Look at those R&B records go. big hopped on. Look at them yes. R&B records big hopped on and killed it and they played it. Can't you see with Total, Only and, You with 112? Those are yep. radio joints. Yes, I will I will admit, speaking of R&B songs, I will admit that when Keisha Cole had, had that version of Play Your Cards Right with Tupac, that made me scratch my head. I get confused when I listen to that record. I still want to know which te- I still want to know which Teddy she's talking about. Honestly, <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass, fool. Really? Yeah, she's that's Teddy Pendergrass she's well, talking about. Well, she, Teddy well, Riley. Well, she, well, she, <laughs> well, she's singing Teddy Pendergrass' name. I don't think Teddy Pendergrass enjoys women, but that's a that's another argument for. You another said a what? You, go, now? you said they, you don't they, think they, Teddy they, Pendergrass they, what? Enjoy enjoys women. women. There he goes oh, again. No, with no, Why do you think that? That look at the look at the facts around that car accident. Oh man, okay, now I got unbelievable. And the man and and the man is passed away, and there you go again with that. With that, <laughs> I'm just pointing out facts. I'm not disrespecting you. Ain't point, you ain't pointing. You ain't pointing. He out got nothing. married and, after the car accident. I mean, to a woman, but I mean, I mean, you, you know, people say their lives. You gonna say the same thing about Eddie Murphy? You gonna say the same thing about Eddie Murphy? What happened to Eddie Murphy? Eddie when Murphy got accused of the same thing. He was giving a um a um he was giving a trans woman a ride home with Mr. C. Well, well, Eddie Murphy does like <laughs> Eddie Murphy said he did like. And it all, so. they claim that um he had a relation like like I don't know people accuse him of this but um of having a relationship Ash? with uh Johnny Gill. Well, Charlie was my favorite Murphy. So I actually heard a rumor about Percy Miller. I actually found it on the internet right now. Let me tell everybody about what, it. Wait, 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 wait! What, what rumor about Percy Miller? What's that? Let's Uh-oh. go. Uh-oh. That's for another topic, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> wait. 
we got, we got some talking to do. Don't have the no limit soldiers come no, through. Right, right. Because because, because, <laughs> because the Candyman don't like that. If I mention Seth the Shocker in any scandals or anything Seth like that, the Shocker, Seth the Shocker, old running Seth away from the beat ass. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> honestly, with R and B records, my favorite R and B record with Pac was the one with John B. That's that's my favorite one. Oh yeah, that was a. That's great. Are You Still Down, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite one with Pop. But and again, and and Pop, you know, he did collabos, but, but I think but, you know, I might Biggie like Do for Love better. Joints. But I don't know. Do for Love, they did Do for Love. Is yeah, tight. Well, I won't even say I like it better. I just really like both of the songs, definitely. But um, yeah. are you y'all still down? Definitely. Y'all, y'all gonna kill me, but I thought Do for Love was boring. See, you see what I'm talking about? This, this is the thing with this whole pocket Biggie thing. This man right here loves rah rah gangster mafia Defro Pop. He don't like any other versions of Pocket. That's sad. That's not true. I like strictly for my niggas. Five. What are you talking sad. about? That's sad. That's sad. That's not true. That's sad, bro. It's true. When Pac got with Death Row, you, you, yo, man, your eyes lit up like, oh, man, Death Row Pac. Da, 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 da. Yeah, ride on the go. Da, 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 da. You don't like any other conscious records of Pac, which is sad. That's and not you're true. missing the message. I, yes, I, like it is. Change. I like changes. Stop it. I do. Stop it. Stop it. I do. Don't lie like, to the people, man. I'm not lying to the people. You talk. You talk about them records is boring. They I like still I ride. In the records. You know? I like letter to the president. Stop. I ride Why? for Tulu like I ride for Geronimo. Is... Like, come on. Stop. Man. Stop. Stop. I'm talking about the the other records. I'm talking about the Brenda's got the babies. Yeah, I was gonna say, like do you that. like? Brenda's How got many the times I gotta tell you? I don't want to do hear like about rape and molestation and does and, that not happen and, in the and, world? And abortions, it does. does that but I don't want to hear about the world. that. I don't want nobody to make me sad, man. And that's what good. I was. That's and the that's purpose of the to, to my point about Big being the hit maker. Don't nobody exactly. want to hear <laughs> nobody talking about abort uh, like abortions and that like you know. And Dear Mama was a great song, but it's over this real. Melancholy, kind of, kind of somber. Nah, that's, di- that's different. You can't, you can't you hear a song I mean, about a man's mom's though. How about the song "It Ain't Easy"? How about the song "It Ain't Easy"? Do you like the song "It Ain't Easy"? I like "It Ain't Easy." Did you hear what he said on there? Yes, I did. What did he say? I mean, I can't quote it right now, but of, of, of course you can't. Here's the line: Bill Clinton, do you understand a nigga facing twenty to life in San Quentin? That's real. It is you real. Can't, you can't feel that. So that's what I'm talking about. Pac made you records that you could feel. That was Pac's MO. You have to feel what he's feeling. And not to mention, to to, to not to discredit Biggie, but he didn't have uh Dan Quayle and C. Dolores Tucker burning his records in a in a pile of garbage in the street. No, he didn't. Pac didn't. What's your point? What's your point? Pac wasn't the only one. They had Snoop Dogg records in there. They had Ice T records in there. What's your point? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, Ice T was gonna be in there. Come on, Cop Killer. We made a song called Cop Killer. You know how many records? You know how many records they tried to ban? All I think about is that white dude quoting that he die, 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 pig, die. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dan Quayle. That's Dan Quayle. He talk about die, die, pig, die. <laughs> Bob Dole. <laughs> Yo, they were funny, man. <laughs> especially, especially Calvin Butts. He was another one. Both thugs and Harvard used them. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we are against, those, against thugs. those thugs. Shut up, Calvin. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thuggish, druggish bone. Oh. 
Sorry. And that's another part. That's another part. That's another part. Switch it back to it. How come Pac didn't try to imitate both Thugs and Harmony style? Because he did not have. He didn't have to. And and both of them didn't even use their regular style on that song. Yes, they did. 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 It wasn't the same. They rapped the same way. Yes, it was. Oh, oh no! It was faster. It was faster. If it was slowed down, tell me what Busy Bone said. Oh man, come on now. Yo, E, help me out here. Man. I only know uh, sounds. Yeah, yeah. I, come on, come on. When it comes come on, come to, on. Us, to that song, I only know sounds. I don't even, I can't even. Outside of Pac Burst, the only thing I remember about that song is the gunshots in the background. Oh, man. Probably be punished for hard nipping. He killed it in that joint. He killed it. Pac had an amazing first. But 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 why Biggie did what he did is because he reached out to Bone. He was like, yo, I'm a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. I want to try something with y'all. I want to rap y'all style because I love y'all style. And they loved it. They respected it. Funny story, they was all smoking in the studio that day, and they was all sleeping. Big smoked them out. He went to the studio. He went right in the booth, laid it, did it in their way, and they loved it. It was like, yo, he did that. He earned their respect because he, he loved it. He did that style. high? Hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the facts. Right. Moving this, moving this conversation along. Uh, who would you want on a street record? On a street record, I would. <laughs> oh, I mean, I heard, I've heard, I heard. I'll never forget. I, I heard the bootleg when uh, when Realist Killers first got put together. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. I'm, is, I'm, a, that, I'm gonna go with Pac though. Hit him up is technically mm. a record. I, I'm gonna tell you why I picked Pop is because Pop, his description is is very different. It's because he he will tell you things about the street that they won't tell you in the news about. He would bring up something, a topic. He would he would he would have something that goes on. Yeah, it could be it could be it could be from his neighborhood. It could be from somebody. It's something that he knows, and I want him to put it together that way because and again if i'm doing a street record i want you to capture the emotion of the street even though big is going to come with a hard verse but Pac is going to give you that emotion of the streets that's what i loved about Pac when he did them street records i'm picking Pac for that one yeah i'm gonna have to go Pac too i feel like his like i said you know he's a movement you know and in the streets you know, ain't nobody really looking for some moments, man. They looking for that that raw. They looking for for that, you know, that impactful sound. And, you know, Biggie did do some street records, but he gravitated more towards, like, you know, the club scene records and stuff like that. But as far as Pac, man, like, he make you want to fight. He make you want to cry. He mm-hmm. make you want to dance. And yeah, when it go. comes down to it, man, and, you know, you, you in the street, you thugging or, you know, you just on your goon shit. I'd rather hear some Pac, man, personally. Like, um, I'm sorry. Uh, to add to that, uh, Rev, Smile, that record, yeah. Smile, was that's a, that, oh, that's a painful, that's a painful record, dog. You're talking about yeah. with Scarface? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, when you hear, when, when, when Pac says, somebody help me, somebody save me, lost the crazy, scared to drop a seed, hoping I ain't curse my babies. Word. That's real. And also, I'm getting money, the OG version. That mm. right there. The original version was tough. Yeah, you could hear I that. I like the original any version. Corner. I like that version. I like that version. You but, know um, what street? Ahead, you, know what, you, you know what street song? Back when I was a youth, 
uh, uh, <laughs> south of the Mason Dixon line. You know what? You know what? So, what Pac? What Pac feature really got me? Which one? This is for the homies in the thug niggas. Even though QG don't like that song. Nope, yeah. and, and he knows why. I don't know QG, why. I told you a thousand times. When you listen to that record, Homies and Thugs, Pac's verse is not edited right. It's all out of place. You could barely even hear the damn thing. They edited his vocals wrong. Anybody out there listen to the Homie and Thug record, you could even watch the music video. And yeah, the music video got old footage from somewhere else. You can see and hear for yourself why is Pac's verse out of order on that record, Candyman? I mean, you know, it, it was his verse. They took his verse from from a long time ago. Come time. on now, man. But but dog, can't they edit it to sound clearer? That verse sounded all I mean, chopped up and but all the, messed but up. But the verse wasn't recorded in the. St- they took that verse off a of VHS tape. That's why. They sh- then they shouldn't have put it on. It fit. No, it didn't fit because it was. It, listen, you could hardly hear or understand it. First of all, the 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 audio and the and the background noises destroyed what Pac was trying to say. They got it from a VHS tape. Yeah, C- come on now, that's disrespectful. I mean, Easy Mo B sampled a hair a hair blow dryer for for Craig Mack. So, at which point? <laughs> And did it not work in the beat? We're talking about vocals. We're talking okay. vocals. Okay, you got me. There's a difference. Why would I want to hear a pop verse all chopped up and all messed up? I could hardly hear him. That's the problem with homies and thugs. Shout outs to Scarface and the Colonel. But you got me. It's the truth. You got me. Have, have y'all heard that record, Rev? You said you homies... That? Homies and Thugs, Scarface, Master P, Tupac. Oh, yeah, 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 P. Hey, that's an old joint. Pac's verse is all messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to get them kind of joints on Napster, like all the collab joints, so I always thought that was kind of like added in. And they actually put that on on the album. That was on Scarface's album. That was on Scarface's album. Mm. But... All right, you 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 got me there, but but that's the truth. But 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 as far as the streets, if you if you want to know about the drug game, <laughs> you gotta put Biggie on there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I was uh, initially thinking about when I was thinking of you, street. Go ahead, record. definitely. But, go ahead, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Nah, but um, but no, I I kind of I think uh, upon you know listening to your like you know your analysis of it, I think I would go with Tupac as well. I mean, if you really if you. If you really think about it, there's two different street perspectives. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, it just exactly. it kind of depends on what, like, what are yeah, we talking exactly. about here? Like, Biggie, exactly. Biggie's like going to tell you. If we're talking about drugs, if we're talking about hustling, if we're talking about like, you know, right. shit like that. but right. like, Biggie's going to tell you about. He's yeah, going to tell you about selling keys on the corner. Pac is mm-hmm. going to tell you, yo, this is what's happening in our neighborhoods that you're not seeing on the news. There you go. I, I want that. Yeah. So depends on what you're going for. But the type of street record that I would want to make, I would go with Pac, yes. Because yeah. I would want like that that impactful kind of hard hitting street record. I don't I don't sell drugs. I wasn't a part of that um a part of that lifestyle. I know people who were and stuff like that, but I wasn't like you know. So that's not that's not what I'm the what I would be looking for or whatever. I would want to. I kind of just you know, I would want like you said like the stuff that's not on the news. 
Like I didn't know who. Like I didn't know who. Uh. Uh. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Her uh, name is escaping me right now. Real quick. But um. At the beginning of uh. Uh. Keep your head up. I don't want to. Mm. Was it Lat- Was it Latanya Harden or Let- uh, Harlan? Latasha Harlan? Latasha Harlan. Harlan. Was the, yeah. Was the I didn't. I didn't know who she yep. was. And like I mean, I heard her name on Pac's album, and then I heard her story on um on uh, the OJ documentary. So like they obviously were not like I mean also it happened in like in the early 90s when I was very 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 young so maybe it was a big story I don't know. It was yeah, it was a big thing. It it actually caused riots. Yeah. It caught okay. it it caused dissension among the Koreans and African Americans cuz the Koreans and the you know that owned the store just to you know fast forward and put it together you know um tasha was in the store and and she got accused of stealing a bottle of juice mm-hmm. mm. and the poor girl got shot the store owner shot by her. the store owner and the store owner got acquitted you know she got charged but she only got but her punishment was to pay a 500 fine is what the real issue was i mean she was you know they charged her with you know, with the crime, but her punishment was five hundred dollars for a little for a little girl's life. You shot her while she was walking away. And and, and Pac referenced her in many records. Even mm-hmm. on the records, um, if heaven got a ghetto, tell me what's a black life worth? A bottle of juice is no excuse. Or or that line he he he, he shouted out in, on Hellraiser. Oh yeah. Like he, he, he Pac was good at mentioning and referencing names. Yeah, but I mean, like her, like, like I didn't hear about her as much as like maybe I would have heard about Rodney King. Like even right. now, like even as like you know, even like you know as an adult or as like growing up, like as a teenager and stuff, I heard about Rodney King, but I didn't mm-hmm. hear about the story that happened right before, which was La- with with um Latasha Harlan, excuse me. Even even that kid Yaque. Yaque that was killed in that park. You guys remember when Pac referenced about that? When Pac went back to Oakland and then there was a situation that happened and a, and a couple of people got into it and they pulled out a gun and started shooting and that and that poor kid got killed. Not not yeah. to mention, um, if you ever watch any of the interviews he did in prison, he was a huge um supporter of Yummy Sandifer. Who was the yeah. little kid in Chicago? Yeah, the kid in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. who got His caught up in the gang scared. life and they killed him. Yep, he shouted him out on me against the world. He did the same thing. Yep, Yummy Sandifer. Pac was very good. That's the thing. Pac was so was so socially aware of what was going on in the world. That's why he was perfect for the for. That's why he was my pick for the streets records because sure. he tells you what's what's really going on in the streets. He'll tell you about the drug game. He'll tell you about the hustlers. Like he mentioned Donald Goings and a couple other people before, but the root of the problem and his main focus was the police brutality and the government. He'll bring that up. I want to hear it. Right. You know, you know, if Pac was still alive today, just like how J. Cole was out there marching with Black Lives Matter, I think Pac would have been at the forefront of the movement. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. He'd be out there. He'd be there. He would be. In the yo, yo. Imagine oh, if Pac, <laughs> imagine if Pac was alive and, and had to see this whole. Derek Chauvin, George Floyd situation. Oh man, he'd be, trying to, he'd be at the door beating the courthouse door down. Pac would be losing got his mind right now. Hell yeah, he'd, he'd be losing his mind right now, going with all the but, stuff that's been going on. 
my like my like my my mind kind of went on a little bit of a tangent but could do you imagine that maybe some of these things wouldn't have happened if he was alive if he stayed on the same track that he was on in regard i mean not to say like none of it would have happened but like um just i don't know just his influence on the world or his influence on the country like how how would things have like how would things have changed? Not like the like the whole police department is like scared of Tupac. Like like oh we better not you know whatever whatever because Tupac's around. But it's like I don't know, I don't know something something made me think about that as to what that's his impact good, would be. That's a good thought. That's a very good thought to um to think that because all the messages that Pac was saying in his records, and and he wasn't the only one. He he said it himself. He went with how he was taught. Because there were other rappers like N.W.A. and Cube and K.R.S. and all the rest of them that would mention what was going on. Public Enemy, obviously a big one, would tell mm-hmm. you what was going on. So it's like, what has changed since then? You know what I mean? And and he would question it. If he was right. still alive, he would have a whole bunch of questions like, why is this going on? Why is that going on? What are we going to do about it? A lot of rappers mm-hmm. can learn from that, man. True. All right, the next topic of discussion: Who is winning in a rap battle? I mean, we kind of edged at it when you talked about them freestyles earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Big got that. Mm-hmm. We don't need yeah, Pac. Yeah, I mean, Pac too. got the energy. Pac got the energy. Pac will, Pac, Pac will get up in there. He'll compete, man. But Big, Big got them freestyles on deck. You know what? And, I'm gonna give it to Big simply because energy, energy in a rap battle don't mean nothing because. We saw what, what energy did for Busy B. Starsky when he went up against... That was different. That was different. He, Busy B. Starsky was making party records. He was doing party raps. He wasn't the doing this raps. The chief got rocked in that battle. Get it? Yo, yo, is, is QD3 paying you any money? <laughs> oh, man. No, Because you mentioned, you mentioned Beef One almost every episode, bro. Uh-oh. It's the it's the greatest hip hop documentary of all time. False. False. We, we False. still got to go to Brentwood and talk to the chief of police. You could go to Brentwood. Oh, I ain't going nowhere. Come on, let's take a trip. You can take I'm, a I'm trip driving. to Brentwood, man. Go ahead, drive by yourself. We go to the Seven Eleven and get and get and get strawberry fillies, man. You see how this dude is making fun of Paris Smith House getting robbed? I'm, raw? I'm not making fun of nothing. I just said let's go to the Seven Eleven and get some strawberry fillies. That's what, what they he gotta did. Do? That's what, what he got, did. What they got to do with that's the man what, house getting robbed? Because that's what he did when his house got robbed. He went to Seven Eleven to get the fillies that day, and his house was getting burglarized. So you want to do the same thing? <laughs> All right, I get the strawberry fillies. You get a can of Arizona. I'm right? not, I, I, how am I in this? I ain't nowhere. You could go to Brentwood, <laughs> Jack Four. You like? I ain't going nowhere. If it's not the Beef One DVD, it's the Biggie and Tupac documentary. I don't understand this, yo. <laughs> hey, listen, man. If QD3 is out there, if you paying this man, stop. He's, he's not paying me. He must be paying you, bro. I didn't I didn't mention nothing about Paris, France, and Summer Jam, all right? Oh, God. Here we go. Again. See, they, they do this every week. Last week, QG told him the way he was singing a Sugar Hill, it should be Salt Hill. Yeah, it should be Salt Hill. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, matter of fact, next time you do it, they should next time you do it, they should sue. 
They should sue me. I'm keeping these stones. I'm keeping these stones relevant. What you they mean? They should sue you for everything you got. Every you lucky, I, you lucky I don't get our new our new intro going to be narrated by Keith David at the rate you going. Uh, <laughs> Keith David, you mean the man that was in Gargoyles? Yes, he played. Uh, Unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, but every time, but you listen to that West Side Connection song that he's at the beginning of. Negro, please. You watch Hot Boys every single day. That was oh, a great man. film. A great oh, film. Silk the Shocker, yeah. shocker deserves an Oscar Seth, for that. Seth, Seth, For what learning karate in that yeah. movie. <laughs> yo, yo, is that the movie where his, uh, his girl... Uh, yes, he, and he goes... And he goes, goes, uh, and he goes, yo, that was my girl, Lashana Farrell. She didn't do it. He was rapping. He was rapping. You heard him? He was rapping. He was actually doing a song. He wasn't reading a script. He was reading raps he wrote. Man, matter of fact, after this episode is, is, is recorded, I'm going to go watch it. But, but to get back to the battle, and, and, and when you think of battle, especially there's footage of Biggie, everybody talks about it, with the battle that he had when he was 16. And this is somebody that used Are to you talking about him. the footage where he was in front of the corner store? Yes, and this is somebody that used to beat him. This guy did an interview recently. He said, yo, him and Big used to battle all the time. And he used to beat Big. And then as time went on, Big got better. And then Biggie finally got one over on him that day. And it just mm. so happened to be recorded. It was crazy. But that's how you learn. That's how you get better. Was Pac ever battle tested in that way? We don't know, but we know Big was. Yeah, like you never somebody... hear story. You never hear stories about Pac in a battle. There's a difference. Big was in battles. In fact, one of the craziest lines I got for you guys. I think mm. now now Rev. You know metaphors, Al. You know metaphors, and 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 Miss Barbara MC. I know you know metaphors too. Absolutely. I feel, I feel that Biggie hit Nas with one of the craziest diss lines on Victory. I thought that was a Nas diss. I didn't like it. I thought it was foul, but I thought what this was, was a Nas. What was diss. the line? Your fam destiny lays in my hands. Gat lays in my waist. Oh. I thought that was a diss, man. Because we all know Nas. Oh, because his daughter is yep. Destiny. Yeah. I thought that was a diss. I said, oh, that was crazy, man. Yeah. Did you have to go that far, big? <laughs> <laughs> I may be wrong, but I thought that was a diss. Yeah, it was pretty edgy. That line was kind of crazy. Man. If I was Nas, I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> I would I would not be happy about that. And I, and Even I, and though, I, yeah. And I thought I thought what Tupac said about him on a Machiavelli album was was bad, but that takes the cake. Oh, you mean what what he said about Nas on Against All Odds? Yeah, trying to be I, like me. Oh, he went at him tough on Against All Odds. Or don't or don't forget on Untouchable. No offense to Nas, but this whole fucking world is mine. That's when the beef was over. That's he when record, that's he when recorded it was that pre beef though. No, what happened was. He said at the time when they was, you know, when they had that conversation, he went to the studio and he tried to remove a lot of records that he had all these crazy references of people that he didn't have any issues with. That's the one thing I respected about Pac, too. If, the, if, if it was over, if he squashed it with you, it was cool. And he was a fan of Nas. That's where, like, cause, because he, he bought It Was Written. He heard It Was Written. Rumor has and it that right before he got shot in the BMW with Suge, they was listening to It Was Written. Funny mm. enough, how is it that you got the song um, Me and My Girlfriend, where Pac talks about a gun, and then you got a Nas record 
where he talks about a gun. Ain't that how? Ain't that how crazy how how it works? The creative mm-hmm. the creative juices is it's, it's still. But uh, yeah, uh, going back to it, I know we you know we kind of went left. I got I I got big edge in the battle because big and battle tested on the streets. Yeah, I give it to big only because I can't I can't think I can't logically say Pac could win if Pac never been in the battle. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> All right. And the most interesting and last question of this argument. What would happen if they switched labels? But now my question is because Pac been on Interscope and Death Row. Are we talking Row? Or are we talking Interscope? Death Row. Death okay. Row. Because I can't picture either. I can't picture either man on the other side. To be honest with you, I want. I want. I want to. Actually, I'm sending. I'm sending you a photo, Candyman, and I'm sending you a photo, um, Rev. I want you to take a good look at Tupac in this photo. Oh, oh, I hate that photo. No, 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 no. Okay, why do you hate it? Because he got on a bad boy T-shirt. Okay, perfect. Mmm. Yeah, he does. Giving the middle finger. That little C's next to him. That's little C's next to him. Oh man, Biggie's uh, all the way in the back. Yeah, in the back, over pointing there in the corner, stretches right. in the corner, rolling up. But I mean, I sent that to show you the solidarity. That was like '93, you know, when when all that was going on. Like never you could see, bad, never send a bad boy to play a grown man's game. But what I'm telling you is that Pac Pac was like, yo. This is bad boy. Biggie's down with them. This is my homeboy. I'm a, I'm a rod for him. There's there's, there's but how, videos. But how, but how many times did he diss bad boy? What I'm saying is, but that's the thing. At the time when they was friends, when they was homeboys, Pac was very supportive. Pac was at Biggie's album release, standing yeah. on stage and everything like that. You know what I mean? There's video footage from the same QD3 beef that you like to bring up of Puffy and Pac on stage with mics in their hand doing a song, What You Want. Jumping around and joining each other's company and having fun. So, but to go with it, you got Death Row and you got Bad Boy. If Biggie was on Death Row, if Pac was on Bad Boy, very, very interesting. I can't How would picture, that play I can't out? picture Pac rhyming over the Juicy and Mo Money, Mo Problems and Big... Well, Easy Mo B would be all right. Easy Mo B could work because he worked with Pac before. So he worked with Mo both B of them, yeah. Old. Yeah. But do you Easy. really think... Do you really think Biggie could rap over a Johnny J beat or a DJ yes. Quick beat? I yes, think so. You, you know why? Or a Daz beat? Because he freestyled over West Coast beats before on the song mm. where niggas do real things. He did it already. Yeah. He rhymed over murder was the case. He rhymed over uh, a, a beat by Above the Law. He rhymed over um, he rhymed over gin and juice. So he can. Biggie proved that he can. I don't think Pac would be as successful though. Because, like, you know, you got Puppet Diddy, as Al said, running <laughs> the show. And I feel like those two would butt heads a lot on, as far as, like, singles oh, yeah. and, they're gonna you know, tracks. Yeah. You know, yeah. Diddy and pa- had, and uh, Pac don't like to be controlled, neither. No, nah, you're right. I was going to get to that. He has, like, a lot of hands in his in, um, all his artist situations. And, you know, Pac more so was hands-on with his stuff, too. I mean, you know, Suge was just a label head, but... Like, Suge wasn't on nobody's songs or anything like that, or he says, you know, dancing in videos and stuff like that. But it'd be hard to see, like, Pac and Diddy, you know, together and, you know, collaborating for a whole album, you know, without um, Diddy trying to make this guy wear a shiny suit or dance or anything like that. Oh, God. Pac in a shiny suit is so funny. (laughs) Yeah, man. Maybe early in his career, but I don't think, like, late in his career when he 
you know, started coming out with like Thug Life stuff. And I, I don't think Pac would and Biggie, I'm sorry, Pac and uh, Diddy would uh, would coexist pretty well. But I feel like Biggie on Death Row. Oh man, I would love to hear that be. That would be interesting. Yeah. I him, him, yo, him over a Dr. Dre track in the studio, him Ooh. collaborating with the Dog Pound and Snoop early. Sure. Like, in fact, a lot of people don't know this. At the same, at one of these same award shows, Biggie, Primo, and I want to say, I, I don't remember who was there with them. This was at the time when the Lady of Rage was working on her album. Mm. And, um, Suge didn't like the beat that Primo gave Lady of Rage. Mm. <laughs> he told Primo, I want you to change it. And mm. Primo was like, all right, I got you. And Big looked at Suge and said, yo, Suge, tell Dre to holler at me, man. I want some beats. Mm. Suge was like, all right. Obviously, he didn't do it. But imagine if they did do business. <clears throat> that would be yeah. legendary. Oh, man. It, w- it would be very interesting. I mean... Big on Death Row, it would be interesting. Shug on Bad Boy, Puffy being the marketing machine it is. Like, how do you market? How do you like? How do you market? Pop, pop, pop. Him and, and Pop would would butt heads crazy, man. And that's what I yeah, that's the point that I kind of made too, or whatever. Like in my notes and stuff. Not that um, not yeah. exactly that they were butt heads or whatever, but just um. Just them not being a good fit because Diddy's mad flashy. He's all about, like, you know. Right, right. Just, you know. Pac this, ain't dancing in no video. Exactly. Nah. That's what, like, yeah, dance, all the dancing around and he in the, the wind tunnel and uh, rocking a red garbage bag. He not, like, you know. <laughs> and, you know, just it, it didn't it didn't really jibe with, I think, the type of artist that Tupac That's not Pac sound. Ima- imagine, not, imagine Tupac on a been around the world. Yeah. Oh man. Very interesting. Interesting yeah. scenarios. I mean, the hitmen, the hitmen producing for Pac, like you know, uh, Stevie J and D Dot and the rest of them, like behind the boards with Pac. It'd be, it'd be interesting. And and that goes to show you with how hands on Puffy was with Biggie, because when you he look at Life After Death, <laughs> Life After Death is proof. Life After Death yeah. is proof for that. Puffy yep. was like a was like a, the architect, like big. All you got to do is just rap. We're gonna we're gonna orchestrate these beats for you. We're not gonna let you just pick them. We're gonna give you this, and this is the direction we gotta go with these. That's that that was Puff. Shug, like you guys said, more freelance. Hey, I got Quick here. I got Dre. I got Daz. I got all the producers I need. Johnny J's here. Y'all do y'all work. Let Pac do his thing, and it's a wrap. And to be honest, like I'm not a big fan of um I love the dough with uh Pac. Really? I'm sorry. Jay Z. I I know a lot of people are gonna say I'm picking on Jay Z because you know people do say Angela Winbush sung the hell out of that book. I love I love because he's like your he's like your 18th favorite favorite rapper. (laughs) I mean, brother, why? It 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 just I don't know, man. I feel like Biggie sounds out of place, kind of even when he was singing like like doing that kind of song, you know. And I feel like that's more of a Diddy song. I hear Puff and Mace on that. And Jay Z, you know, Jay Z did all right on that. I'm not going front, but Biggie, I just, I, I just feel like like Biggie was just a little bit out of place on that song. I'm not saying like, you know, Big's bad as an artist or anything like that, but like, you know, he, he had like that that particular track don't stand out to me off that album. Like he had other joints that like I felt like you know were more Biggie style, but that love the dough joint. Like I just, I don't know, man. Like. I don't think Big's like that kind of MC to be doing like that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I see Mason, even Diddy on a joint, but 
you felt it was like too much as far as the sample and yeah, and, the, uh, yeah. And, and, and what and it's funny because they actually went to get Angela Winbush themselves, Big mm-hmm. and Jay. They actually left the studio. Like the producers that talked about it, they had the track, and then Big and Jay is just walking around in a circle, mumbling to themselves what they want to say. Mm-hmm. They were competing in that way. Then when they go in the booth and do their vocals, they leave. And they go get Angela Wimbush herself to sing the hook on the record, which was kind of crazy. I don't know where they came up with that idea, but I get what you're saying. Truthfully, like that record is my favorite collab with Big and J, even though Brooklyn what? Finest is hard. Brooklyn yeah. Finest is hard. But why I love I Love the Dough is because Big's message in his verse. That mm-hmm. verse was the soundtrack to my life, especially when he okay. said... When he said, um, way niggas look at me now, kind of strange. I hate y'all too. Rather be in Caribbean sands with Rachel. It's un- it's it's unreal. Out the blue, Frank White got sex appeal. Bitches used to go, ew. Mm. It's kind of like, oh, I I, I got I, I, I'm the man now. Y'all didn't like me last time. Y'all, y'all yeah. hated on me, y'all dissed me, but now I'm here where I am. Now y'all love me. So it's like I look at it that way, you know what I mean? Like, what, what success can bring you? That's how I True. see it. I, I, I interpret that verse that way. But I get your point on that. I get your point with that record. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can, you know what? I can see Biggie. Like you said, he's, he, he rhymed over West Coast Beach. But he did. I can't, he even I shot can't, a death row out, too. I can't, I can't see Pac on all these different songs. Like, Can you imagine Pac on a primo beat, y'all? Mm. Yeah, I can think about that. that. Think of that, yo. Pac on a premiere beat. That'd be interesting. Mm. That'd be I tight. mean, I, I like that. And shout out to Easy Mo B, by the way. I didn't forget that gesture. Oh, yeah. Back nah, Easy Mo No, nah, yeah. Shout out that, to Easy That Mo man B. actually listened to a Rap Lab episode, yo. Thank you, Tasha. Oh. You out there, wherever you are. I mean, he produced um, For Me Against the World. He did If I Die Tonight. He did Temptations. Those records was fire. It's a funny story with that. Big and Pac were competing as far as production as well because Biggie heard the tracks that Pac did with Temptations and If I Die Tonight, Biggie went to Easy Mo B. He was like, yo, son, why you give Pac my beat, son? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even on the, um, what was that record? Running from the Police. Mm -hmm. Easy Mo B did that one. That's the record that Pac and Big was on with stretching them. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's kind of, but you know what? Just imagine though, like, because Pac got into a lot of trouble. Puffy wasn't gonna deal with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was gonna be a headache for Puff, man. And, and Big, you picture Big being surrounded by Bloods and Crips. But how do you see uh Big getting along with Shug? Like as like you know, as far as the um. I could see them. I don't know having Shug kind of. Yeah, I see, I see two big heavyweights going. Right, like a fucking elephant fighting a, uh, <laughs> a fighting bear or something. Oh yeah, I see. And that I feel like uh, Shug kind of leaned a lot on his intimidation factor as well, and I don't know how well he would have been able to intimidate Biggie. Right, facts. He did. He he leaned on that uh, on that um, intimidation factor. That was his main mo, just to scare you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, big, I mean, big, big, big showed no fear when the E-40 situation happened. So, hmm. Yeah, that's what they want us to Another believe. Another giant. <laughs> you could, you could listen to E-40. 
E40 talks about it all the time. It's not what they want us to believe. This is this is quoted facts. They had big dead to rights in California that day. He handled it like a <laughs> cool as a cucumber, big was. True. Well, I got to hand it to him. This has been a, a interesting conversation. I don't uh I don't think we got any closer to who would win in, in, in overall, but <laughs> the gonna, people could decide. I'm going to live and die on this hill, man, so But okay, so it's, I want to go back to the 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 conversation about lyricism cuz I feel like um I don't know how much we talked about Pac's lyrics, like the mm-hmm. like as compared to so, Biggie's lyrics. Like if you so like, Biggie has, Biggie's wordplays, but like Pac says no, things. No, 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 no. Finish and, your sentence. Finish your sentence, please. What were you about to say? You said Biggie's wordplay is. So Biggie's wordplay is better. I give him that, but at the same time, Biggie's wordplay don't move me. Like for example, Pac is a poet though. For example, it's hard to compare a poet to you know. Exactly. A cipher rapper. I, I, fi- exactly. I also I also feel that Pac has more relatable music. Music I could relate to more than Same. Music. For example, <laughs> on the on the way on my way home, while I and and I was at work before I came and recorded this episode, so I had like an hour an hour and five minute drive, right? And I was li- and I was just ran. I wasn't listening to Pac per se. Like I didn't like go to my phone and select Tupac. I just shuffled the whole phone. And until the end of time came on, and every time I hear that song, the whole song. song just hits me so hard. Because like I listen to direction. I listen like like, yo, the line about uh, uh, what he said, my phony homie had a baby with my own girl, like shit, like that hits me. I listen to party and bullshit and big papa and juicy and hypnotize and I don't get shit so, like that. So 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 basically. If you um, if you if you get dressed up real nice, put on some shades, a hat, walk with a cane, and go to a party, you're gonna listen to um until the end of time when you walk in the club. <laughs> now when I walk in the club, now now when I walk in the club, I'm listening to How Do You Want It? No 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 no. While you're at the club already and they playing that already, I'm talking about when you walk in. When you walk in, Big Pop is playing. You're not gonna you you're not gonna say my phony homie had my baby by my own girl. No, that's not that's not that's not that's not for the club. That's not for the club. I'm not I no, no. What I'm saying is certain records are for certain moments. You mentioned party and BS, but when you're in the party and they dancing around the party and BS, that's different. All right, so let me let me for the atmosphere. Let me let me rephrase. Biggie has never made anything that just made me sit there and go, yo, I, I I I I get that. I live that. No record. None. None at all. Not sky's the limit. So so. So so. So so. So so. You know what my favorite Biggie song is, right? No. What's that? What's beef? Mm. Why is that your favorite? <laughs> it, just, it, it just is. Like I, I, I fucks with that song. Why? What do you mean? Why? Like, yeah, there's I reasons fuck- behind everything. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the subject matter? Is it the way he rapped on it? Is it the beat? The, What's the reason? The, the, the subject matter and the beat. Mm. And you know, I, you know, I've always been a fan of that mafioso type rap. See, 
That's the answer I'm looking for. There's a reason behind every record. It's because it's the mafioso type of type of record. That's why you like it. With the violins in the beginning and all that. Is that it? Yes, sir. Right. So you see, there's a reason Bro, behind that, it all. That, I hear that song and made me want to put on a fedora and a trench coat. Yeah, like when I when I uh when I rapped to Big, it makes me feel like I can rap. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like when I hear when I'm when I uh like I mean I'm not gonna rap the whole thing because I can because uh just like for instance one more when he say uh however uh however I say Coogee down to the socks rings and watch right. filled with rocks and my jam knocks through the Mitsubishi girls pee pee when they see me Navajos creep me in they TP come on like, you hear that word play you heard that word play technique as man, I lay down laws like I cop it. Stop, Stop it. If you think if you're, you're going to make, make a profit. Don't, don't see my ones. Don't see my, don't see my guns. Get it. Get it. Not till your don't friends pop a hit it, then split it in two as I flow with the June yum. And the way, just even that line right there, just that, that everything that I just said, like, he, like, his, his ability to use figurative language, he uses metaphors, he uses similes, he uses, he even, I love even, it. Even I'm gonna throw in out of my peers, not even not in that one, but when he's when in uh and give me the loop when he said if she's resistant, block her, block her, block her. Mm, mm, mm. Like, man, girl, listen, all this walking is hurt my feet. Oh, money looks sweet. He's not talking about real Navajos, he's saying Navajos. That's a metaphor. Like, he just, even, like, oh my god, like, even on <laughs> give me the loot, even on give me the loot in the last part to follow with you, um, Miss Barbara MC. Where, where he said, man, listen, all this walking is hurting my feet. Oh, money looks sweet. Where at? Indian Zuzu Cheek, man. Zuzu I told him in the feed, you get the cream. And if he starts to scream, bum, bum, have a nice dream. Come on. What? Like, he just, like, he just seems like he has such a command over the English language that yeah. he could just, the and then his flow, as I flow mm. with the June, like, and he said, split it in two, as I flow with the June. Yo, mafia! Like he carried that word into the just man. Exactly. I'm over it. So I could I could go on all day. Like I just feel like you know. I like the way he split. I, and one of them lines that's that's that's, that's very underrated. Like he he's like, uh, even on the song "You're Nobody Till Somebody Kills You," where he said, mm-hmm. "Leave you more gone than Freeman." Simple, and, but effective. oh man, he just took yeah. Morgan Freeman's name, split it in half. Leave you more gone than Freeman. Right. And, and to Shock G's point, because again, I'm going to say Shock G has even said that Biggie's flow is better than Tupac. He said hands down. He didn't he, he didn't make no debate about it. He said hands down. Biggie's flow is better than Tupac. B.I.G. You talk about the guy from the Humpty Dance? Yes, I am. But I'm also talking about who Tupac was carrying. With the fake nose, mind you. Yeah. Well, it's Humpty. Yes, yes, I'm talking about that guy. Didn't even rap but, in his natural voice. He did. So what? So what? But, so what? but you remember I mean, that song, don't you? I do. Be you real. You was, you do it, baby. Yes, you. you be real. Does your be shit. real. Never and, rapped in his natural voice. So what's your point? And that's why he sound like he had baby nuts. Yeah. Your man's, your man's ice cube said that. Remember? Ice Cube yeah. washed him. You but stopped. Nope. Him. Wrong. Wrong. He listen said, to the West Side Connection wrong. album. Listen to listen to No Rest for the Wicked and Ice Cube Killer. If I got no nuts, it's because they still stuck in your ass. That's what he said. Why? 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 But why is B Real nuts <laughs> and Ice Cube's ass to begin with? Oh man. 
That's yeah. the one that <laughs> came up that. with the gay line in the beginning. He answer came up that. with the gay line in the beginning. There was no Cube gay line. The, Cube said the same thing. Yeah, Cube came up with the gay line. He said, I got Cube melting in the tray, pulling up a, pulling up his card and messing up his good day. Unoriginal, rap veteran, mm. the nigga who say he don't steal from his friends. Hey. Destroyed Ice Cube. We're not talking about B-Real and... It's the truth, but you, but nah, but nah, but you joke about a natural voice. Master P had a fake basketball career. So what you talking about? Fake basketball career. You want to talk about fake nose and fake voice? Fake basketball career. (laughs) The man played in the NBA. Fake basketball career. I scored more (laughs) points than him on two K. So what you telling me? (laughs) You you you, don't hate on talent, bro. I'm, I'm done, man. You, you, you just acting like Shock G, acting like Shock G, wasn't doing his thing, man. Don't do that. He just got. He saved Pac's life, bro. He saved Pac's life. No, Big Sugar saved Pac's life. No, he that. didn't. No, he didn't. Pac was already established. Pac was wasting away in prison, mentally dying. Pac was big, already established big, before big, he big got Shug, to death row. Big Sugar did what nobody else wanted to do. It got him. Was up. Pac was Pac not already established before he went to death row? His career was over when he went to jail. Nobody would fuck with him. I'm not talking about jail. How many jail. times he picked up the phone I'm and called Tom I'm Jimmy not talking Ivey. about jail. I'm not talking about jail. I'm talking about before that. You're not talking about Pac jail. Pac was already established. Right, Pac man. was already had a classic album before All Eyes on Me, Me Against the World, an album you never heard. So what you telling me? I never heard me. Ag- no. Yo, this is about to. <laughs> this is about to go live. You only like All Eyes on Me and Machiavelli. That's the only two albums you like. That's, Don't that's talk to me true. about Tupac. That's not true. I like you know, nothing about Tupacalypse now. You know, nothing about Strictly for my, you know, nothing about Thug Life. Don't talk to me. You've been in my house. You've seen the albums in my show. I ain't see a damn thing. I ain't see no Tupacalypse now. I ain't see no Me Against the World. Because according to you, them records is boring. Get out of here with that. The world is not boring. I love Dear Mama. You said them. I play Dear Mama every Thursday. You notice that's the only song he brings up. That's the only song he brings up. I love old school. That's sad. That's so sad. <sighs> Same songs over and over and over, man. Jesus. You can't give me nothing different from Tupac out of none of them records. That's crazy. I, I, I just said. Uh, and you the same hypocrite that said you like the song with that fake Snoop Dogg on it. Don't think I don't. Don't think what I What song with a fake forgot. Snoop Dogg? You know who I'm talking I'm talking about the one with Top Dog. That ain't even. That ain't, talking that, about that's the real the version of it. It's all that's about not the real version. you. That's it's not the better the version. version. No, it's not. Yeah, no, she, it's not. and that man said, and I quote, I signed an autograph on her napkin. She'd be like, ain't you the top dog and don't you be rapping? Come Apparently, on. He stopped rapping. Apparently, he stopped rapping. I mean, Wait, that, was the, that was the only song he was ever on. Right, exactly. He's good. It's all about you. It's not about him. Where's he at? <laughs> listen, listen, if top dog was trash, Pac wouldn't have did a song with him. Pac didn't <laughs> do a song with him. He got thrown on after Pac died. You don't know that. Yes, we do. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, we do. He right. was nowhere to be found in the original video. All of a sudden, when Pac died and they re-released it, they want to put that man in there. Prove it. Prove it. Go ahead and look it up. I did look it up. It's a proven fact. He probably never even met Top Dog in person. By the way, <laughs> shout-outs to Top Dog and the realist. Death Row 2.0. Get out of here. Oh, man. The fake Pac. The fake Tupac, the realist? You mean the fakest? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> Unbelievable, oh, but but you know what? Big went through the same thing. Look at Gorilla Black. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people will say Yo. that Shine Shine ripped Biggie off. He didn't rip Biggie off, bro. Do you not remember? I forgot what magazine it was. It was either the Source or Double XL. 
and they reviewed Shine's album and said that he sounded like a knockoff Biggie. They he did. They were stupid because Shine had a different message. Even though, there. even though, no, even though, vo- I'm talking even though, about vocally, his voice did. But, like, but you know what? Vocally, similar, I, I, even though I personally that whoa, that was my shit. I'm sorry. That's I love that song. Thanks, I love swing, that song. Swing. Yo, 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 QG, you the re- you the resident Caribbean in the room. Do you have any idea what Barrington Levy was saying? Of course <laughs> I know. What the he only said. thing I understood <laughs> that that man said was "bad boy on the corner." And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. a damn word. I thought he said, "Don't even ask me what I thought he said," because I just recently found out that um that um Junior Gong Marley was saying uh. Some say I'm a playboy, but playboy rabbit. I thought he said, Some say I'm a playboy, not playboy, not bitch. I'm like, I That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I vocally, I don't hear Biggie when I listen to Shine, and I love Shine. Shout out to I, I don't either. I don't hear Biggie either. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just my own. At first, I did, and then I got used to Shine. And I'm like, all right, now I know, you know, the difference. But at first, Even it was even Lil' Kim played him where she said everybody shine when they sound like big. I yeah. thought that was messed up. It ain't like Sicario and Jay-Z. Oh God. What? <laughs> or how about how about this? Y'all... <laughs> oh God. Y'all know um... I mean they sound different, but he but I feel like uh Jaru tried it. Like when I was younger, I used to think I was like, who the fuck is this trying to sound like DMX? Y'all know um Gravy who had played Biggie in that movie. In the movie, yeah. Yes, yes. You know when he yes, that nigga's yes. name is not Gravy. Yeah, it is. Is. Rap name it is. is. Oh my god. That's oh, that's his rap, rap name. His rap name is Gravy. No, fuck the fact. So when his he, name is not Gravy. When he first came out, he sounded like Jay Z, mm. and he changed his whole style after that. That's what he used him. to be on um Cutmaster C mixtapes. That's what got, him changing his style is what got him the role in Notorious. Matter. Yeah, but he, right, I and mean, he sounded just like Jay Z though. I'm like, wow, all these cats coming out, Angeles. Sicario, Angelus. Gravy. I'll never forget Angelus. He sounded just like Jay. Yeah, I'm like, why are these dudes coming out sounding like Jay Z? Man, is this the wave? <laughs> Crazy but, man, but Im- imitation. We're yeah. gonna let we're gonna let the people because you know the in, the the DMs on Instagram at Rap Lab Pod. Y'all be commenting and DMing. And I'm still waiting for one of y'all to agree with me. Y'all be agreeing with E and <laughs> but there's a, it's a lot of Candyman hate. I'm about to close the shop. <laughs> I'm about to close the shop for a little while. Make y'all make y'all hating ass bastards realize what y'all missing. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, at the end of the day, you got bad luck. I said I no, got mad no, she love. Said she for got you. mad love for you. Oh, likewise, it's, it's real. It's family. I mean, so Pac is my favorite. We rapper. never will agree. <laughs> we never Pac will my... agree on the lyricism conversation. I mean, Pac is my favorite rapper overall. Pac is my number one rapper. But 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 when we break it down to the criteria that we broke it down. I'm going with big in the lyrics department. Pac got everything else. Boy, and he actually, uh, Al kind of said he agreed to on the low. Yeah, that yeah, Biggie's wordplay was better. I, I, his wordplay is better, but even though even though the wordplay don't grab me, but his wordplay is better. You know what it is? Yeah, his, I, I'm in Tennessee and Eminem. Tennessee and enemies grab you. And okay. finger tips on the hips as I dip, trying to get a tight grip. Don't slip, loose, you, you know why? You know why? You know why? Drinking Hennessy with my enemies. You know why that grabs me? Because and it's the way he says it is is the is, is the intriguing part. It grabs me because yeah, his voice is real distinctive. Like I said, mm-hmm. Pac got more relatable real life bars, man. Like he don't ha- like the way he don't have to 
to, to, to touch you musically, he don't have to come up with some fancy metaphor or flip word. That's say, not his style. He just say what fun. he just say what he mean and mean what he say and does and it with such conviction. And that's and exactly every a yeah. lot of the stuff, most of the stuff that that Tupac says is just straightforward. Like that's fine. Like, yeah. And that's okay. But that's what makes him not as lyrical. It's like you know everything that like, you don't have to really think too hard about what he's saying because he's but he because he's laying it right the fuck out there. It's not like you know it doesn't take any like he's not doing the wordplay and the like you know the figurative language like i said as uh that um, that big is doing I'm not his most lie. creative his most creative is me and my girlfriend that's yeah. his most creative record because it's a that's i think that's the only concept record he ever had yeah because he's, he's he's talking about a gun but um i get a rise out of Pac when he be he be he be uh he be talking, yo. I was listening to Street Fame the other day. He said, "Fuck you, little Kim, you nasty bitch." <laughs> what I just tell and, y'all? What I and, just and, tell and y'all? That, yo, remember that record? Oh, why you turn on me? He talking about Wendy Williams. <laughs> what did I just tell y'all? The beef, rah rah, Tupac is his favorite Tupac. Oh, I told shit. y'all that. Hearts of Men is one of my favorite Pac songs too. I just love it when he just, bro, because that's when he's most fired up, bro. Like, like anytime I I think about somebody I don't like, I put one of those records on, man. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he definitely has a way of getting you in that type of in that type of state of mind. Come on, man. Especially ain't no nigga like me. Fuck Jay Z. Broke and I smoke daily. Yo, I'm not gonna I'm not yo, Q, you was around back then, you know, when I was in the midst of rap beef in a past life. What do you think I was listening to for inspiration? We talk about these hating ass niggas, man. Like, come on. You, you I mean I mean you really want me to bring up that record? Ah nah, don't 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 bring that up. <laughs> I can't to this day. I can't listen to it. I have to thankfully, to thankfully, you Rev Barber MC, you don't know the record I'm talking about, and I hope you don't because. <laughs> Which one is that? Oh man, we, we that not record gonna is send, hilarious. We man. not gonna send that to you because you gonna you gonna look at me. You gonna hit me up and matter of fact, you're not even gonna text me. You gonna call me? <laughs> you're the. <laughs> nope. He'll delete your number out the phone for that record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think. Uh, we should leave it up to the listeners. Matter of fact, if, you, you, sh- if, you, if you listen... Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, to add to it, like, you see how you reference Pac? My record is kicking the door, man. If I'm doing a diss record, like, I love Pac's diss records, but if, if me personally, if I'm doing a diss record, I'm doing a diss record like how Big did kick in the door. I like that type of record. Because for Nas to come out and say who you thought kicking the door was for, I said, wait. What you talking about? Kicking the door was for you? I didn't know it until now I said it. And then when I went back and listened to it and did my research, I said, ooh. Like, bro, that second verse, he destroyed J. Rude Damager. Destroyed J. Rude Damager. It was crazy. He even took a shot at Primo on the record. And Primo had to stop the song. (laughs) that That line where he said, son, I'm surprised you run with them. Primo had to hit the hit the stop button. He's like, word, that's how you feel? And Big was like, hey, man, your mans came at me. So what you want me to do? Word. And that's the thing. That's what's so smooth about Big is that, like, you know, I love Tupac I love can say it. some hurtful ass shit as he yeah. did on, uh, on fucking, uh, God damn it. Why do we, I know, I'll be knowing the words to the song and I don't remember the titles of the song because 
like you know how sometimes rappers be making songs that are like the lyrics will say one thing but the the name of the song will be something else what was the disc record called again which one uh, well, you got hit him up you got against all hit odds him up. you got hit him, up. hit him up you tell him okay that's the one where he's uh take money that's the one in the right uh, hit him up hit when him he's up. like you right, fat right. motherfucker like all that stuff like that so see, he can say some hurtful see, ass shit. And that's another one. Yes. But Pac, Pac but got Big, personal. Exactly. Big was more for the music. Because Big was that's that there you go. That's it. So he can say some hurtful ass shit, but Biggie yeah. will have your like he'll say some shit that'll that'll cut you now and have you bleeding later. Like you don't even know that it like you won't even know that you like like you getting dissed until like wait like oh man, this shit is tough. And then be like, wait, hold the fuck up now. In a music sense, especially especially what he did to Nas in the last part with the Ain't No Other Kings and his rap thing, his siblings. And, and then that last part, he was like, that's why my money never funny. And you still recouping, stupid. <laughs> Pac had insults. <laughs> for de- for Pac, had, Pac had personals. Yo, yo speaking of which, I, I, I'm going to close this out on this note. Yeah. I came across an old clip from Vlad TV. I know you don't really fuck with Vlad, but not really. He asked, he asked, what's his name? Uh, Larry what Holmes about the Tupac. Oh yeah, the Tupac oh, line. I, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Why would you I don't ask even Larry Holmes about that? I don't even man. think Larry Holmes. I don't even think Larry Holmes knew who Tupac was. Larry Holmes don't even listen to rap. That's the crazy <laughs> part. Yo, my man Vlad said, yo, how did you feel about what Tupac said? He said, you look flabby and sick. <laughs> Larry, Larry Holmes. Out of every, Larry Holmes, the boxer, the Hall of Fame boxer, he asked him that question. Larry Holmes don't listen to rap. Uh, Larry Holmes looked at, he the way he looked into the camera before he answered in that pause was so fucking legendary. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, well. I, I didn't make no money from it, so I, I didn't listen to it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he, he's uh, right. <laughs> oh, that's know that line fun. was about dude from De La Soul, but yeah, you know. it was, yeah. And, 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 and to end my point, Pac, Pac was wild, man. He diss he dissed so many people. Like really, De La Soul is a threat. The Fugees tried to do me. The Fugees, threat. <laughs> <laughs> like you went at people that you that that, that that you didn't have to, Pac. Yeah, tribe. Oh yeah, oh man. Yo, I what heard, was man. what was the what was the Mexican rapper's name that he Chino XL? XL. Yeah. Yo, I should have heard. I, I, I still never heard a Chino XL song to this day, bro. Chino did a freestyle <laughs> where he where he said, "Get raped like Pac in prison." Oh yikes. Because Wendy Williams put that out there. That's why he hated Wendy Williams, because she's the one who put that report out there. Yeah, she's yeah, been doing that shit for hers decades. Yeah. She's yep. respectful as fuck. To this day, I still don't like Wendy Williams, man. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pac called him Queen XL, which was, which was crazy. <laughs> and then Mob Deep, the sickle cell thing for Prodigy, that was his main MO that kept saying that. Right. Yeah, see, Pac's hurtful. <laughs> but I, 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 I like it though because that, that yeah, means yeah. like if you fuck with him you know he's coming for you yeah but just like you know on a straightforward tip he'll just say he'll just straight up say bitch you got sickle cell and you about to die <laughs> and he, he, he'll he'll say it. from some smooth ass way to say it to where mm-hmm. you don't know that he said it until after you done died <laughs> there you go there you go that's the way to put it couldn't say it no better yeah 
Oh, what an episode. <laughs> Yo, E, I know I know you uh spread this to your people's man. I'm I'm curious to see see what they're gonna say. From from your last from your last uh conversation we had. Uh they they've been coming for for team team candy man lately. <laughs> well, it was just a small misquote about the little Kanye West joint, but um you know, staying on like the subject of um, you know, our peoples and stuff like that. So you talk about um how you know, because I had a post on um, Facebook as far as um who's the corniest between Ray J, Bow Wow, Safari, Nick Cannon, and Game. That could have been a whole rap lab episode. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So I went with Game, and I got some numbers for the people here, man. So in Game's career, he's name-dropped 2,169 times in his albums. 656 different names, 14.4 name-drops a song. 241 an album and one name drop in every 29.6 words. And Goodness let's great. not talk about the butterfly tattoo, but we can save that for, you know, another podcast <laughs> or, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yo, I yo, have to go what, again. Yo, what do, what do we have? A Rap Lab stats department? We got an intern? <laughs> <laughs> is Lloyd Banks there with you, Rev Bob MC? <laughs> butterfly knife on his butterfly tat. He said that on right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was um an interesting post though, man. A lot of people um had went for my man Nick Cannon. Uh, you know, shout out to Nivlek. I know he defended him on the Eminem podcast, and he actually made me see the light. You know, on that podcast I about I can't stand Nick Cannon. Like I can't stand him when he raps, but I I support his other endeavors. And he did bring Absolutely. the wild style. Like like uh, Nick Black said, he did he did uh, introduce somebody, the wild style. Somebody tell uh, Nick Cannon to stop wearing them grandma hats when he do Vlad TV. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma yeah. used to wear the same hat. God bless her soul when she was alive, man. Like don't come, don't do that. These guys got looking stay like a fortune teller. Vlad TV. I love. Or... Wait, what? What you mean? I love Vlad TV. Stop. I mean, I like it as an entertainment standpoint, but you know they they incriminate a lot of cats there, man. I was listening to uh. To Cam and Nori, and they ain't even want to say that man's name. I told you he was incriminating people on Vlad TV. Listen, man, when he asks questions, oh, they can me. say next question. They don't have to answer. Yeah. You heard Mike Tyson almost punched him out a couple months ago when he asked him about Zip. So, see. And shout out to Cam and Nori too. That Drink Champs episode. Shout oh, out to Cam and Nori. Great. I watched it. That was a yeah. good one. Yeah, oh. it was long, but but I enjoyed it. Why why y'all shouting people out? I want to give a shout out to Big Shug and DJ Vlad. Oh God, Big Shug! Shout out to Cam and Nori, man. Yeah, Cam. Oh, you Nori. shouting out Cam? Oh, you trying to win brownie I, points at home? No, I ain't winning no brownie <laughs> points nowhere. You trying to win brownie points in Brooklyn? No, no, I don't. I don't care about brownie points out here. Uh -huh. I, that's, I just live. I just li I just live here. Like it's like I don't hang out in Brooklyn either, man. Like, and I don't need any more. Brownie points in LA because New York is about to have that legal marriage marijuana. Hey, <laughs> three ounces or less. E, don't don't get caught up now. Speaking I of, told, I already told you my favorite rapper from Harlem is Big L. So speaking hey. speaking of um marijuana, uh, June twenty fifth to twenty seventh, come see the Rap Lab, Boardwalk Buds, and uh, yes come, sir, come 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 say hi while you get high. Are we gonna talk. Great, great segue, great segue. But uh, is it is there anything else about Pac and Big y'all want to wrap up with? Nah, I'm done, no, I'm, man. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm done. You yeah yeah got. Well, it, let man. the people decide, man. Let the people decide. Rap no, Lab Pod on Instagram. I think our point was made, QG. <laughs> I think we. I think, oh, yeah. I think we. Did I, think we I think we made our point. I, I'm, I'm just uh, beat the pinata. I'm, I'm just ready to fight again. That's all. 
<laughs> hey man, but 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 on, at the end of the note, rest in peace to both those guys. It's a shame hey, what happened. Yo, word them. man, legends. Ah oh, man, both of them should have still been here, man. And, and if y'all and if y'all listening to this, uh, please continue to keep DMX in your prayers. Yes, yeah, man. The, rap the, dogs, please, the rap man. community ha- does not need uh, a big loss right now. This is the last thing we need. So, um, yeah, Thanks, yeah. Man. Wherever y'all are, whenever y'all listening to this, and whatever y'all doing, just please Positive take a moment vibes. to uh, ask the whether you believe or not. Just you know, keep DMX in your in your thoughts, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Word, Great word. to the dog, man. Love you, dog. And with uh, with that being said, uh, we out. Peace. Peace. So.